Welcome to the Weekend Live Show. We run down the biggest stories of the week with you every Saturday night. Let us know in the comments right now. Where you repping? Marshfield, New Bedford, Brockton, Malden, Tucsonville, Manchester, Kirkies in the Hampton, Humphreys, Quincy, Hudson, Grand Garden, Hampton, Conway, New Hampshire, the Garden City, Agawa, Mount Poison, Plymouth, Pittsburgh, Lake Los Angeles. You don't want to mess with Cheddar in this cabby that you can't in the ambulance. You have a job? What do you do? I start to eat. Five away, where I'm from. Five away is where I'm from. You lived, I'd come to your house, I'd sit outside, roast marshmallows right in your fucking yard. See, I fell up in the house and gone back. Alright, let's get this party started, shall we? Yo, what's up, Turtle Riders? How's everybody doing tonight? Welcome to the live show. I'm your host, Uncle Turtle Boy, and this is the Saturday Night Live Show. Uh, I've gone ahead and I've shared the link to the stream on the various social media pages we run. Please go give those pages a like if you haven't done so already. Interact with them as much as possible. It really helps with the algorithms. We've uh, you know, gained a lot of followers on various platforms this week. On Facebook, you can follow me, Clarence Woods Emerson. That's my personal account. You can also follow the Turtle Boy Sports page which passed 25, it's almost 26,000 followers now. And uh, so that's growing. Actually, we, we renamed it the Turtle Boy Daily News page today, actually. So there we go. Uh, and you can also follow me on uh, the Uncle Turtle Boy page as well. Uh, on Twitter, you can follow me at Dr. Turtle Boy. That's at D-O-C-T-O-R Turtle Boy because if Jill Biden is a doctor, then I'm definitely a doctor. You can also follow me on Twitter at Turtle Boy Phone. On Instagram, we are at Turtle Boy underscore daily underscore news. So those are the various, you know, we're all the links for the socials are right in the, the description of this video. So check it out um, if you haven't done that already. Also, if you're new to the program, if it's your first show, welcome. Uh, this is a really big story that we're doing this week uh, that we've kind of culminated this week that we've been working on for the last two years. This is the climax, if you will, of it all. So if you're new here, uh, why don't you go ahead and smash that subscribe button. We're almost up to 20, we're 103 people short of 20,000 subs. How about that? So Go smash that subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you always get notified when we go live. We do this every Tuesday and Saturday night at 9 p.m. On Thursday nights, we have a little thing called Turtle Club. You could sign up for that. That is also in the description. $15 a month, you get ad-free. Uh, you also get access to the Thursday night stream that nobody else gets. You get a free t-shirt. You just got to let me know what size you want and which one you want from the Turtle Boy store. It's a good time. It helps us. Basically not have to worry about advertisers or Google AdSense or any of that shit makes it, uh, you know, a crowdfunded thing. So, uh, you know, it's how we fight, it's how we defeated cancel culture at Turtle Boy. So go ahead and do that. If you haven't done already, join the fun. Uh, it's a good time. I promise. Um, so yeah, I think that is it for the intros. Uh, is Deb here? Let's see. Hi, hey, Deb. How you hey, doing? how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So. This week, uh, for our guests, we're having uh, Rayla Camp. Rayla's going to be joining us shortly. She was at the parade today, I guess. I don't know if she was uh, having too much of a good time or not, but she said she's going to be here soon. I figured this would be a good week to have Rayla on, considering uh, she's a major part of this story. Absolutely. So, uh, we look forward to that. Um, and am I forgetting anything here? Well, you're uh, ripping. That's it. Yeah, so let's do it, guys. Let me know in the comments right now. Where are you rapping? Where are you watching the live show from tonight? Go ahead. Plymouth is in the house. Let's see. Peabody's in the house. 
Uh, let's see. Shawona, Wisconsin's in the house. Florida, Fitchburg, Manchganistan, Jaffrey, New Hampshire, Watertown, Prescott, Massachusetts, Apache Junction, Canton, Tucson's in the house, Manchester, um, or Manchog, rather, Vernon Hill, Uxbridge, Myrtle Beach, Naples, Florida, Knob, Noster, Missouri. That's a new one. Okay, uh, Canton, I think I said already. Sutton, Florida, Jaffrey, Watertown. Oh, GI Dirt. G.I. Turtle's birthday today. Happy birthday, G.I. Turtle. You got the same birthday as my mom, Dukes, actually. So there you go. Good birthday. East Taunton's in the house. Enfield, Connecticut. Nashua. Toronto uh, is in the house. Springfield, Mattapoisett. Charlestown, Framingham. Haverhill, Buxton, Maine. Prescott is in the house. Uh, East Taunton, Salem. South Yarmouth, Unity, Maine. Malden, Sturbridge, Plymouth, Mashby, London. Coleraine, of course, Coleraine. Clinton, Nashua, Melrose, Norton, Wittensville, Somerset, Stoneham. Monica Canegrans, Jail Cell. Ooh, wouldn't want to be her bunkmate. Westerly's in the house. Brockton is here. Wooster, Long Island, New Hampshire, Marion, Ohio. Albuquerque, New Mexico. East Ham, Lowell. Bed, Thompson, Connecticut. Port Charlotte, Florida. Tough Town, Bad Axe, Michigan. New England, well, that's pretty general. Carlisle, uh, let's see. Ed Prisby's liquor cabinet. That's going to be pretty empty, uh, considering all the drinking he, he's been doing. Acton is here. Albany's here. The Valley, Nashua, Tarmac, O'Hare Airport. All right. You, all right. So I think we, Old Orchard Beach, Port Charlotte, Thompson. If I missed you, I missed you. Okay. I still love you. Okay. Natick, Glendale, they're still coming in. Nice to see. Nice crowd here. So, uh, after the show, guys, please leave a comment if you like what we see. Even if you don't, share your comments. It really helps us with the algorithms, believe it or not. We're, gro we're a growing YouTube channel out here. People are always trying to stop us. But uh, as we saw this week, uh, unfortunately, they are unsuccessful for their – well, not fortunately for us, unfortunately for them. But Also, guys, we have a link at the top of this stream. We are banned from using um, the – super chat function on YouTube because we're, we had the wrong opinions about the climax before coronavirus magically disappeared. We had the wrong opinions on that. So we are banned from using the uh, super chat function. However, we built our own super chat called turtle chat and how that works is if you guys uh, at linked at the top, there's a little thing for turtle chat. You click on that. You can donate whatever amount of money you want. And uh, I will get an email about it. Okay. And when I get the email, I will be able to go in and I'll show you how this works, right? Oh, here's one. So this is my most recent turtle chat. It says, uh, from Jordan, thank you for being a true journalist and uncovering stories, undercovering stories, undercovering, that's not good. Uh, the mainstream media refuses to cover because it goes against their agenda. I hope the liberal loonies who vote Democrat and donate to these sketchy nonprofits and even social justice people less sound tonight. Maybe keep it a little shorter than this, a little shorter than this. I do appreciate it. Um, you know, you can get, do any kind of shout out you want on that. It's your turtle chat. Uh, you can, like I said, $5, $10, $20, $50, doesn't matter. Your turtle chat, you can write whatever you want in that. I'm going to put it up on the big screen. Give a shout out to your boy. Maybe, you know, you want to write someone in jail like Monica. Maybe you want to give a little shout out. I don't know, whatever you want to do. Maybe you want to call somebody out. Maybe somebody owes you child support. I don't know. It's your turtle chat. You can write whatever the fuck you want on it. So you can do it that way, or you can do it by doing cash app. I'm on dollar sign uncle turtle boy. Cause I'm banned from PayPal. Uh, I will get a notification on my phone for that. And I will read it out loud if it's appropriate uh, as well to do so. If we can raise $200 in the donos, 
Then we will unlock the freestyle. I have a Monica Cannon Grant themed freestyle this week. Deb heard it. What'd you think? It was it was fire already. You guys, you guys don't want to miss it. It was good. It's gonna be a good one. So if you guys like uh if you like the freestyles, this is a good one this week. It's about Monica Cannon Grant. It's themed just for her. So if we can raise two hundred dollars in the donos, then we can unlock that. So let me uh Oh, we already got 25. Okay. So real quick, we're 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 one eighth of the way there. Let me see here. Oh, I see Rayleigh's in the background. I'll bring her up in a minute. So we have uh 25 from Apache Al. He says, You have been doing a phenomenal job, Unc. Keep up the awesome work. Well, thank you very much, Al. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's been uh, my pleasure taking this cow down. Absolutely my pleasure. So um, I think we have Rayla back there. Rayla, you there? Yes, I'm here. Well, welcome to the live show, Rayla. So um, we are going to have a good time tonight. Uh, we are going to uh, get on it uh, with your girl, Monica Cannon-Grant. That's how I first met you. <laughs> it was in July of 2020 when I'm like, who the hell is Rayla Campbell? Like, who is this woman talking about that she wants to kill and, you know, is accusing of riding white penis for a credit score? This heifer running against Ayanna Presley that she called you a heifer. Yeah. Which is so, it's like the, you know, pot, meat, kettle. Hello. <laughs> Have you ever seen her? <laughs> like, she's the definition of a heifer. Definition. So anyway, uh, let's see. Deb, um, so how we're going to, how are we starting this tonight? We're going to bring, why don't we bring up the blog? So what we're going to do tonight is, I don't know if you guys ever saw the show, the Netflix show, um, uh, Inventing Anna. Uh, Deb, you saw it, right? Yeah, I'm watching it like now. Yeah, it's it's good. It, I I watched it and because it's it's based on a true story about this woman named Anna. Uh, her real name was something Russian or something, but she went by Anna Delvey in the states, and she basically was a nobody, came from like absolutely nothing, but was just so convincing to influential people and just yelled at them so much whenever she didn't get her way, whenever she was backed into a corner, and defrauded all these very rich people and embarrassed the shit out of them for a long time and smaller people too, like friends. She's one friend. She sold 60 grand from basically. Uh, and it, that is basically what Monica Cannon grant. They're very similar. So we call this inventing Monica tonight. Uh, Cause they, they came from a similar background in that they both came from nothing like Monica Cannon grant. The thing about her is the thing about Reverend Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and those guys, right? is that they were like, at least they have college degrees. Like at least they went to school to become a pastor and a community leader. They have some kind of standing. Like imagine if Facebook existed when Al Sharpton was in his heyday. Think of what he would have done with that. If PayPal existed, like Monica Cannon Grant couldn't do anything without social media. She is a complete creation of social media because she had no standing in the community. She's literally a freaking nobody. She doesn't come from a, a family with influence. She's literally just the woman that yelled the loudest and knew how to play the right people. And she literally, the, it is truly amazing to look back all the people who invented Monica Cannon Grant and led to her rise as a community leader and eventually her downfall. So we're going to get into that tonight. Aren't we Deb? So why don't we, um, let's start talking about this here. So we, we, I did this blog the other day about the 18 politicians, right? 
or in, in whatever media entities that are most responsible for the rise and fall of her. So why don't we play this first video, that first clip in the blog, because it's just too ironic. I love this clip. Okay, yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, this this clip is great. This was in May of 2021. I that kid ain't never seen a million dollars. I did a lot. I think a lot of people assumed that that money was in my personal bank account and they tried to MC him and me. Um, <laughs> for lack of a better term. <laughs> and so um, I had to kind of navigate and deal with that. I, uh, one of the things that people don't understand is, is you don't get to touch that money, right? Um, unless you want to go to jail, I am going to any person who goes from the bottom to the top real, real fast. The moment that happens, the IRS is knocking at the door like, hello, I'm here. So, you know, you got to go for audits, which we're in the middle of making sure we get them all the documentation and receipts for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get those documents. A cool mill real quick. Um, They want to make sure that it's not crack money. Um, And so those things are true, but I think uh, she really thought that they were auditing her to find out if it was crack money. It's like, no, they want to find out if you stole it. That's what they wanted to do. Like, no, that's not what they were doing this for. It was like she was completely unaware. Like, this is no big thing. Now play the second idea when she talks about the idea of being audited. Because this is just the arrogance and this is amazing. That's not my story. The way that I show up and the way that I interact with people has to be a certain way, but it sucks. <laughs> it sucks on so many levels. So, um, yeah, definitely went through a year of of just ups and downs, being taken advantage of, given so much money that I'm going to be audited for it. Lee, when you go back and you be like, I gave who what? What? And the IRS yeah. is like, yeah, so can you tell us why? Um, yeah, why you tell some them? of these people be the same people that be dragging you. And it's, yeah. a, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. I ain't going to lie. It is so satisfying, uh, Rayla, to go back <laughs> and watch those videos knowing what we do now. It's just the arrogance that she has. The uh, nervous laugh. The nervous like, But she's acting like it's just like, nah, this is nothing. Because she really thought she was on touchable like she could talk her way out of everything by the way how do you feel how you feeling this week when you first found out the news yeah like i i said on howie car i really did feel elated but it's not over so you're just like oh finally finally it's caught up with like this woman and everything that she has said and done i mean like you said her calling me a heifer she actually Probably meant to say, but people don't understand, kefir, which is an insult to African women. So that is more along the lines of what she was saying. It's a complete insult to African Americans and women. Oh, and I think, I think heifer is an insult too. I think that's like for fat chicks. Yeah, it is, but that's what makes it so funny because I'm literally a size two. So yeah, I'm like, she's, uh, and by the way, if you look back at pictures of her in 2017, I don't like, want to see. No, it she was she was skinny. Like she blew up in these last five years because all she did was raise money for herself and get Uber Eats. All yeah, the oh my out. gosh, can you so much Uber Eats? How big she is, how much she in it for her to uh, literally go out there and call me a heifer as many times as she did. And then when I saw her and I've never even know, I never met this woman, didn't know anything about her, didn't know what she did. And she went on to attack me for no apparent reason. I'm like, hi, I'm Rayla. Who are you? 
I think she attacked you, right? Because she saw that you were associated with the super terrific happy guys, right? Oh, uh, yes. The guys who led the straight pride parade. And she's like, they're, well, they're white supremacists. So therefore, you support white supremacy, even though you're not white. And I was standing up there with Bao Chow Kelly, who's she's Vietnamese, and Mary Lee, and Sam, he's black. It's like, what? Wait, how were they all white supremacists? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, another great question is how this woman was able to get all these people, like she's posting on Violence in Boston's page uh, about all these organizations. And if you're unfamiliar with Monica Cannon Grant, go back and read the blogs. But she has, she's this ratchet from Roxbury who started a nonprofit in 2017 called Violence in Boston that was supposed to address violence in the community and help people out and stuff like that. Uh, but it, it the, the money didn't come in like she would get grants here or there from 2017 2018 2019 2020 was the cash money year because that was the year of george floyd that's when the right. money really started coming in millions of dollars coming in and all these people you know have donated and she's just has connections to all of them right like julia mejia city councilor state rep china taylor state rep liz miranda city councilor anisa asabi george interesting mayor marty walsh the boston teachers union you know, not like like legitimate faces in the community who matter. You know, she's getting these people. Now, exactly. And Ed Markey, Elizabeth Warren, Ayanna Presley. Oh, we're going to go through the whole <laughs> list tonight. We're going through the whole list. So why don't um, she like now whenever I would. I was the only one and you too, obviously. But my media outlet I'm talking about was the right. only one that was just hammering this woman from the beginning. The Boston Herald did write about it. Howie Carr talked about it. Conservative talk radio talked about it. Uh, I don't know if Cooner did, but you know, Jerry Callahan did. Uh, but for the most part, the globe and the mainstream media just ignored it. And she would take my attacks, my attacks, my exposing of her. And this is what she thought of it. Play this clip. Community and I'm a success. I'm I a success. I win. <laughs> Every time that they create these campaigns to try to degrade, disrespect, and devalue me, God blesses me. Oh, God blesses me. Another grant comes. Another Ooh, partner comes. Another supporter comes. So I'm starting to believe. <laughs> she has eight more chins. Yeah. She's like, I'm starting to prerequisite to my blessing is to go through this little bit. Like she thinks she's Jesus Christ. Then I'm okay with it, right? Okay, let's. You can stop that. Like she's like basically like every time you attack me, I make more money, and (laughs) I'm basically Jesus. Like this is divine what I'm doing. Like this is like you know it makes me stronger. This is I'm following God's mission. She really, I I truly believe that she believes that. What did violence in Boston do? It they got a lot about of gunshots. That's all. Well, what did yeah, she it, do? She tweeted about gunshots. Every once in a while, she went to BJ's and took a picture of herself buying a bunch of mac and cheese, uh, <laughs> feeding the community. They did a turkey drive every year. She tried to raise $100,000 for that, only raised twenty five grand. Turkeys don't cost that much, by the way. So no. they did nothing. They did absolutely nothing to help the community, but they convinced themselves that they were. She bragged about having every politician on speed dial and knowing all these people. So I kind of put together a list here of what I consider the 18 most influential people who 
helped invent Monica Cannon Grant, starting with every Republican leader ever, because like, and, and Rayleigh, you're with me on this one. Where, like, we there are 30 something members of the House of Representatives in Massachusetts who are Republican. I think there's like three state senators. How many did you hear condemn her after? And by the way, she was a surrogate of the Rachel Rollins and mm-hmm. Ayanna Presley campaign. She's not some nobody, she campaigns for these people. How many Republican leaders did you hear condemn this or demand that the Democrats disavow it? The only person that came out was Tracy Lavorne, and she's no longer here. She was running in your area. It's the only person that said anything. Nobody else came out. It took them 10 days to make a statement. And what did what did their statement say? Must watch video. No one came out publicly, condemned anything. They Nobody. didn't. They, it was quiet. It was like, ooh, oh, that's bad. But, you know, black on black crime, that's okay. Right. That, that's and, and her son promoted black on black prime with some of his, his videos that he was making about gangster rap and whatnot. But the worst part is how much if they actually stood up and they were defending a black Republican conservative and got up there and condemned what she said and what she did, how much attention that would have brought to my campaign. Right. But, right. you know, you can't right. do you can't do. No, I I'm the new girl in. we don't want to protect they don't like me they don't want to do anything to help me they want to see me fail because i'm not in their weird creepy crazy group so here i am being a strong fighter for the people getting attacked this could have been so huge national news for massachusetts and it was crickets and that's the thing that really Get. This is the kind of thing that could have gotten Tucker Carlson's attention because as yeah. we've seen now, it has gotten national news now and everyone's like, what the fuck? Like I had the Washington Examiner call me the other day. People are like, wow, this story's crazy. Tim Cass was, Tim Poole was talking on his show the other day. In the comments, people are like, dude, Turtle Boy's been hammering this for years. I got a bunch of new subs from Tim Poole that were sent over here. Like this was the, sto- the like this is red meat for the Republican party yep. and they didn't capitalize on it. Cause they are weak. It is a, it is a party for losers. They don't fight like Democrats do, because I'll tell you one thing, whenever I, AOC gets her feelings hurt or Ilhan Omar gets her feelings hurt after saying something stupid, Nancy Pelosi goes on the house floor and demands that Republicans disavow Marjorie Taylor green or disavow Ted Yoho or freaking the chick from Colorado there. They always have to, we always have to disavow our worst people, but they never have to disavow theirs because we're weak and spineless and we don't fight like them. And that's why they win. And now imagine I was running the same time that Kim Kasich was running and her video got tweeted out by the president and got so much money. Imagine $8 million. Imagine if they tweeted out that video of Monica and what she said in the entire oh, yeah. country got to see the hate and the racism. But look at them. They used the language. Did you notice ever since all that came up, the media, you hear melanin. You, yes. <laughs> it's like, you know, they're using everything. They know what right. happened, but they yeah. said nothing. They did nothing. They suppressed it because we don't have people that are strong enough in this state that would stand up. And if we were in a red state, we'd be, this would be the biggest thing. Turtle Boy would be all over. You'd have your own TV show. <laughs> <laughs>
Maybe I'll move to Red State. Then we'll see. So that, that's my number one in the field. Number two, well, our 17, rather, City Councilor Julia Mejia. She's been on her podcast a bunch of times. She was at VIB uh, Grand Opening. This woman blocked me on Twitter when I made her aware of what had transpired. Uh, and she continued to associate. And to me, that should be unacceptable to continue to associate with somebody like Monica Cannon Grant. Absolutely. Number 16, we had uh, a woman from the media here, Crystal Haynes. This woman was basically uh, the TV uh, cover person for Monica Cannon Grant. She was the only media that was invited to the VIB grand opening on September 7th, 2020, that you and I, that was the first time I met you. That was a great yes. day. That was fun. <laughs> That was really great until we almost got murdered, but that was okay. Like that was crazy. <laughs> that was really crazy. That guy. So if you guys haven't watched that video, go back and watch it. It's on our, it's on our stream. It's September 7th, uh, 2020. We got the beginning of the end for Monica. That really was, it was, uh, it was about two months after the racist video came out and I'm like, we're showing up there and six of us show up. And I, the first thing I go over there and Tito Jackson is, they were going to do it outside. It was a beautiful day yeah. and uh, the balloons were all set up and all the dignitaries were coming and Tito Jackson standing there. And then we show up with our signs like end racism, you know, no more melanin adjacent comments, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Like, uh, and so, and Tito Jackson's like, Oh, can I help you all? Uh, who are you? He's like, well, it's not really open to the press. It's like, well, I don't really care. It's a public sidewalk. So we're going to stand here. So they had to bring it inside. Monica Cannon Grant rolls up with like in like an Escalade with like a posse. Yeah. And then one guy has to be held back there with the, the, the long hair, who, by the way, ended up getting employed by her and then fired. <laughs> and then and now he hates her, which is so funny. He comes after us, gets up in our faces, gets held back by Tito, dragged away. Probably not a good sign that like violence in Boston will stop violence in Boston. If this is who's working for you. And then about 10 minutes later, all of a sudden I look over down the street and he's walking back to the dude went all the way around and yeah. came back and like got in our faces. Like the cops had to be there. Like it was, and we had to leave once the guy like did the thing where he showed us, you know, I'm, I'm stacked. Like talk about guns and shit. We're like, okay, time to leave. Time and especially the fact that we didn't say anything. These were her words. You're right, they you just blasted words. them. That's all you did was just blast that yeah. thing on and the loudspeaker. There's Crystal Haynes inside, and inside. you know she's got a white boyfriend, and yet she's standing in there with this woman who's attacking me for ma being married to a white husband. Like what? And that's what I mean. It's like so these people, like Crystal Haynes. It's like to me, fake news isn't just lying about the news. It's choosing not to report the news when you, there's no way she can say, I didn't know any of this was going on. It, we were right there. It was hard to miss us. We were on a freaking loudspeaker for an hour, just blasting that over and over again. Like hard to miss us, hard to miss us. You and you know? could hear it on the video inside on the Fox 25 when it was on the news, you could hear our speaker outside playing her words and they were trying to yes, talk over it. Now, can we can we play that uh, clip on the go down to the Twitter post that Chris Lane's made? Play that clip real quick. Keep going. Keep on going. There it is, right there. Boston. The Violence in Boston Social Impact Center opened in Hyde Park this afternoon. Boston 25 News reporter Crystal Haynes spoke with the group's founder about the impact this multi-purpose space will have hmm. on the greater Boston community. 
From sometimes controversial activists to sometimes controversial, sometimes Monica Cannon Grant's work always centered on her passion for keeping her family and her community safe. The work that Monica's doing is not only work, it's personal, it's her family, and it's her community, which she's put on her shoulders. After more than a year of planning, donations, and volunteer labor, the Violence in Boston Social Impact Center opened to the public this Labor Day. We spoke with Cannon Grant last March when the space was still raw. Now it's home to a food bank, recording studio, and job resource and after school center. Artists from across Boston donated their time to create okay, you can stop murals. <laughs> I've seen enough. That, I mean, literally, th that is what the definition of fake news is right there. No mention of the protests going on outside and the blaring Monica's words on a loudspeaker yelling about like the most horrible racist shit you've ever heard in your life. No mention of that. She's like, oh, it's just nice. The sometimes controversial. Yeah, because she's a useless shill. Yep. You know, you got Tito the moron too in there. Yes, he did. He had a lot of morons. <laughs> uh, so that, that brings us to number 15, NBC and Sue O'Connell. Can you play this? Uh, this is NBC's promo for the Violence in Boston Impact Center. Violence is a symptom of poverty, and poverty is man-made. And by addressing poverty and the social constructs that contribute to violence, we minimize the crime. Am I going to stop every shooting and stabbing? That's not what I'm professing. If I can save or attempt to save one life from being killed or from being hungry oh or from being hungry, then my job is done. Oh, for fuck's sake. That was terrible. I started this work because somebody tried to kill my Is it not working in your end, Deb? My son while I was standing next to him and pulled the trigger of a gun. I don't think that ever happened, by the way. This is the story she always repeats about my son. Oh, in the nursing school. She was never in nursing school. Out of my house. She dropped out of nursing years, school. And now oh, we're stop. finally being able to centralize it in a facility where we can bring people. Look at that. To... Look at their office. Look at it. Come on. Come on. Stop it. Pro bono services. Look at all this shit. Biggie small. Free rental, free mental health and legal assistance. Who? Who got that? A podcast and studio work. and want to harm someone. It comes from a place of hopelessness. It comes from PTSD. From the work that I've okay, done in the past with working with it. shooters, is that so? That's complete bullshit. Obviously, that is a uh, ridiculous narrative. Uh, that's yeah, not true. The same way as Ayanna Presley. Yeah, that's all you got to do as a Democrat. Just keep talking that way. You know, they, they uh, NBC, prop one of the worst news networks in my opinion. And that's no easy task. You know, they built her up. Uh, this guy talks about how, she, you know, shows her how she's like demanding the police get shit. Like, why are why is the media giving this woman attention? Who is she? And go down. Um, this woman, Sue O'Connell from NBC, knows goddamn well who Monica is and continued over and over again to give her a platform on and build her up as a single, you know, uh, singular force of anti-racism in Boston and fixing the community and all this bullshit. So you can keep scrolling past all that shit and we'll just go to number 14. So that's NBC. Okay. On to number 14. Uh, 
city council president and failed mayoral candidate Andrea Campbell. She's in no relation. Uh, no relate. Well, if you were if you were related to Andrea Campbell, you'd probably be in jail right now because pretty much everyone related to her is, including her rapist brother. You know, but she has like a rapist brother. He was an Uber driver that goes around yeah. people. Yeah, not good. Not good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she's out there even after the videos came out and all that shit was there. She was like she sought Monica's endorsement and shockingly, she did not win. She did not win. OK, so that brings us to number 13. Let's go to number 13. Who's up for 13? Uh, Pocahontas. Now, this is the biggest name that supported her. Pocahontas like ran for president and shit. She's a lover or hater. She most of us hate her, but she is a huge a brand in the Democratic Party. And she's just out here associating with Monica Cannon Grant, taking pictures with her, going on her panel, bragging about it donating money to it it's like are you freaking kidding me so she's a fake indian so it goes well with monica and monica's <laughs> a fake civil rights leader so <laughs> mm. so that brings us to number 12 who do we got for number 12 oh the teenage mayor michelle Wu. there we go uh <laughs> michelle Wu. uh after uh, what's her name dropped out andrea campbell michelle Wu. Uh, campaigned with Monica Cannon Grant, and she's proud to be in the tens of thousands following Monica Cannon Grant. Maybe the the Twitter handle at Pro Rock Thrower should have given you a heads up that like this woman is bad news. Why are you throwing rocks? You know. But then again, Michelle was also standing there with uh, Rod Weber and what's yes, that? She was. Yes. yes, who are known anarchist losers who go around lighting American flags on fire and just being general assholes, and they're Antifa. Yes, exactly. And Lauren Pespice is an actual convicted criminal who spent the jail, and they like her, so there's that. <laughs> oh, and how about our local sports teams, our sport ball teams? The Celtics, The surprisingly, the Red Sox are the only ones. They'd be the first ones I would suspect would sign on to this. Oh, that didn't give her a thing. Uh, yeah, we have, yeah. Or Jalen Brown, but surprisingly he did not. I don't, I never heard Jalen Brown actually, uh, talk about her, but. Oh yeah. Uh, Devin McCourt. Uh, Devin McCourt did. Yes. Well, look at this. This is, this tweet is still up. This tweet is still up from the Boston, the Boston Celtics Twitter account. How are they not ashamed to take this down? Who's running their social media? Go down. That's why we don't watch it. So our, 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 she literally says is a force to be reckoned with. They said an activist who fights for her community, Monica Cannon Grant's efforts helped to spearhead initiatives to prevent violence. What initiatives? Programs to feed families in need and a number of marches to support the BLM movement as if that's a good thing. As if that's like a good thing. We all think that's good. Yeah. And then there's the freaking the Bruins. She's out there waving a flag in front of the state house. Like what? Absolutely freaking insane. Can we play the clip about Meet This Week's Heroes Among Us uh, by the Boston Celtics? That clip. Yeah, play that. The Heroes Among Us program with Massachusetts State Lottery honors individuals who have made an overwhelming impact on the lives of others. And today we are joined by Monica Cannon Grant, one of Boston's most well-known activists and organizers. And Monica, in 2017, you created the March Against White Supremacy in which 45,000 people were in attendance and you raised $65,000 in revenue. And you're also running now a nonprofit in which you are the founder and CEO of Violence in Boston. Tell us a little bit more about the nonprofit Violence in Boston. 
So Violence in Boston, first, let me say thank you. And it's an honor to be here. Uh, Violence in Boston is a nonprofit that uh, started as a hashtag, given um, the violence that was plaguing communities of color. Uh, more specifically, I came to violence prevention work because someone tried to kill my son. As oh, for fuck's sake. That, that never happened. And oh. we were using violence in Boston as a hashtag mm -hmm. to highlight that even though they were reporting that crime was down across the city in communities of color, it was not. Um, in 2017, a woman named Zena Merchant from Winchester yeah. uh, paid for me to become a nonprofit because I was oh. my kitchen, uh, using my oh. own money. And oh, she said, when you become a multi-million dollar agency, you can pay Ooh. me back. Oh, um, well, now, now's the time. Yet, but, oh, you, you um, are now. You are now. Well, that's how the story started. <laughs> but with the program, it's it's really just you. Oh, you don't have God. a lot of staff members to be able to. Yeah, that's the problem. That's therein lies the problem. Exhaustion. <laughs> um, Exhaustion. Uh, what? Yeah, so it's just been me and my husband helps when he can. And my yeah, children who are like, lady, we're kind of working for you for free. And so oh, yeah, we, they, they I'm hooked hopeful up too. that in this process of fundraising that we're trying to do right now, I'll be able to hire at least seven people to try to spread the load uh, because it is a lot as one person. And I would love to be able to offer opportunities to people in the community. Our second girl among us is Feliciana Tavares. Yeah, so Jamal's Jamal's here too. Jamal was in, in, Jamal. Jamal was instrumental in this. So I'm going to put the link there for Jamal if he wants to come on. Uh, to join the program. So you can bring him on whenever he gets on here. Um, so Jamal has been, uh, he lives in Boston. He's embarrassed, I would say, is the best way to put it, of Monica Cannon Grant. He believes she's a bad representation of the black community. She's kind of appointed herself as like the de facto, whenever the media needs a black person in Boston to interview about race relations, it's Monica. And it, the worst kept secret in Boston is that she's a fucking joke <laughs> like she's not a serious she's insane she's an embarrassment and uh he has been he, he runs a website called blackstonian and whenever monica posts a crazy video one of her rants her unhinged rants they nab it they nab that video and they save it because they know she takes it down and uh with without he's the one that got the video yes uh, and he's the, i believe he's the one that alerted you right yes he is he, he reached out he did reach out. The only one yeah. who was like, uh, yeah. you know, another person that I had never met. Yeah. And like I said, it took me and my friend two bottles of wine to get through that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like Jamal and I, like, we don't agree on anything. Like, and that's except this one thing, basically, politically, we don't at least. But on this one thing, we both agree, like fraud is bad. And this woman is a fraud. <laughs> and that's what we've been trying to scream since day one. It's like, this isn't even about politics. This is about obvious fraud and violence coming out of her she's unhinged it is ridiculous that this woman has been treated like a pillar in the community like devin mccordy's giving her shot can you play play the devin mccordy tape listen to this monica cannon grant devin mccordy here and i just want to oh. say this is a huge shout out i know about the annual turkey giveaway that you do uh with violence in boston inc that is awesome i just want to give you a huge shout out being in the community doing it at high park um i don't know for anybody that wants to check this out 1120 located at 96 business street in hyde park massachusetts 
giving away turkeys uh, for the holidays, man. This is awesome. Uh, so keep doing what you're doing. Big shout out to what you guys are doing. I uh, hope you can feed a lot of people. Yeah, you can pause Please that. come out, that. check it out. That's a good that point. Is, it's probably a paid cameo. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about with our with our sports. And Dedeno Charles, same thing. Marched with BLM. He's a Slovak. They're racist against Czechs. They hate gays. And he's standing there marching with Monica Cannon Grant. It's like I, my husband is a diehard, diehard sports fan. Never would miss a game. And he hasn't watched a single game in two, over two years. Yeah. Since all of this started, he was like, screw that. I mean, when they put that BLM f sign up on the Red Sox and, you know, I, I covered that with my banner and everybody thought it was real. I, the screenshot was fantastic. But when he put that up, it was just like, uh, -uh my, my husband was done. He was all set. He's like, I'm never watching sports again. Yeah, a lot of people have done that. I'm not one. I like sports too much, but that's just me, and I, I understand why people would choose to do that. So uh, we, we got a couple donos I want to highlight here. This first one is from JV. They say, uh, should we send Monica some flowers? She's given us so much joy lately. It's the least we could do. Uh, maybe we'll send her some commissary. I'm definitely going to send her some commissary if I can get an interview with her in prison. Sydney says, uh, sends 25 and says, I hope you never stop doing your blog. Well, guess what, Sydney? I'm never going to stop doing a blog. A lot of people would like me to do that. Think I'm going to do that. Uh, it's it's not. I got bad news, guys. It's not happening. I'm never. Amen. So I'm never. Period. So uh, there's that. And then we have here. Uh, Lionel says, "Bitches be crazy, but not all of them, but 99% of them." Okay. So, uh, so we are up to $95 in the donos. Uh, again, the link is. Uh, it's uh, linked at the top, the turtle chat. If you'd like to donate, you can write whatever message you want on it. We will bring it up on the big screen like that periodically. If we can get to $200, I got a dope freestyle tonight, guys, on Monica Cannon Grant. We're 105 away. Feel free to donate to that. I'm also on Cash App, dollar sign, Uncle Turtle Boy. Okay, so back to the blog. Um, yeah, so the Michaela Miller thing. This is number 10. This was not even in the federal indictment. The 60 grand she raised. Uh, for an independent autopsy for Michaela Miller. I thought Miller. it was 85. Uh, the most I ever saw, it, it, it's still up, actually. They're still taking donations if you want to give. And uh, they raised 60 on that. And for the independent autopsy, except, oops, she was cremated. And she was just, uh, she, she, it was, I think about Michaela Miller a lot. I'm not, I was in church yesterday, I thought about Michaela Miller. And I, I, that's, it's the saddest fucking story. And you know what makes that story so sad, Rayla? Is that that girl was in was crying out for help, crying yep. out for help, and it was like every sign there was possible. Her teachers were alerted, her guidance counselor was alerted of this, and she killed herself, man. And I can't imagine the pain that poor child was feeling when she felt that you know when to reach that stage uh, mentally to feel like that is your only option is to do that. Fucking horrible. And I'm, yeah, I've actually um, lost a lot of friends to suicide, and the same thing recently. Mish Michaels, yes, I mean she, she jumped in front of a train and looking and look at because she stood up against these COVID vaccinations and mandates, and she's an amazing yeah. The, well, yeah well, we, we we call it the climax on here, so we don't get kicked off YouTube. We just call it the climax. <laughs> oh, okay, the climax. The climax. The COVID climax. <laughs> yes, the COVID climax. But I lost so many friends 
to suicide and you know a lot of them hide it and kyle do you remember kyle wolf the trolls went after him they stalked him they you know went to his house they went to his business and he ended up committing suicide and that really tore me apart because he was standing there with me and if if it wasn't for him being so strong and standing with me this it was you know i he motivates me to do well think about this Think about this. Now, imagine if uh, if Mish Michaels and this tragedy happens. Now imagine a group of people came to Natick and said that she was lynched. Right. And, and turned it into a huge thing that it wasn't. This girl didn't even get to be properly mourned. And the community didn't even get to address the actual root of the problem, which is teen angst and a lack of mental health resources Right. And a lack of attention to paying attention to this. All of this was ignored because Monica Cannon Grant saw dollar signs and she came to Hopkinton is like, I'm going to exploit more white people. I'm going to get them. I'm going to tell them that this was a lynching, that there's a conspiracy here led by the district attorney, the liberal district attorney of Middlesex County to cover this all up. And Rachel Rollins is pulling the strings. Yeah, we know about that, Rachel. She's pulling mm-hmm. the strings behind the scenes, convincing Monica, oh, yeah, get in there and do this. Like, cause trouble. Do this. Tito Jackson's helping out. And the poor girl's friend, Caitlin Anderson, who was blamed for lynching this girl. And this was her good friend. Uh, they were in a relationship. It ended like it often does. And she couldn't even mourn it properly. Couldn't go to the funeral because she was being called a murderer by this bigoted bully Monica Canning Grant. That was one of the worst things a human being's ever done. That God, that story. So, anyway, that's uh, that WGBH tremendously contributed to that. And a guy named Jim Browdy by having yep, her Jim on Brody. and just allowing her to lie, allowing her to sit here and spread baseless lies. This is the, he's got the, blood on his hands. And and these are the same people, by the way, who are like. If, oh, you 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 have an opinion that we disagree with? That's Russian disinformation. You can't say it. You should not be allowed to say it. You're too dangerous. Your misinformation's dangerous. And then, no, meanwhile, Monica, would you like to come up here and spread conspiracy theories about five white kids lynching a black kid? Yeah, we'll give you a platform. Sure. Say whatever the fuck you want. Just link your PayPal. And these Whoa. nonprofits are, you know, they're supposed to have no political opinion. These are nonprofits and they're, they're getting, making money off of the backs of terrible suicides of children that are in pain. WBRU, all of them, they're, you know, making money off of all of these radical Democrats to push that agenda, to push that narrative. Yep. And it's all taxpayers' money. And it's supposed to be a nonprofit that is out there, no political opinions. And you see what they're doing. They're lockstep in bed with the Democrats. It's dark money pushing a narrative of hate instead of actually protecting the children that are out there and what's going on. Our children need our help. Yep, they do. And and we just ignored it. So that's a real goddamn tragedy. So let's go on to number nine. So we got some clips on this one we want to show. So this is Zayna Merchant. Zayna Merchant is one um, where she was uh, a the Winchester School Committee member who Monica claims gave her the initial startup money to start violence in Boston. She was listed as the treasurer. She actually understands the nonprofits work. And she just, Zayna Merchant wanted to feel good about herself. She wanted a black friend. And it's so cringe. It, this woman is so cringe and so awkward 
and so embarrassing and so uh, just bends over backwards to try to be woke. And, and she wanted a black friend. Any black friend will do. And Monica was like the first. She's like, this one's yelling loud. I'll be friends with her. And so she uh, has her on this panel. And by the way, she is spo- as the treasurer, she's supposed to be in charge of the money. Mm-hmm. But she never touched the money, according to her. Monica can't. I mean, I think she ratted on Monica right now, which isn't very woke at all. Uh, but when you're facing federal time yourself, you'll say a lot of things. And so Monica quickly realized, oh, Zaina is not useful to me anymore, <laughs> basically. Uh, but as the treasurer to me, she should be re- ultimately you're you're in charge of the money and you allow this heifer to control the money. You should be in trouble too. But that's just my opinion. She's not even listed as the treasurer. She she came off after her. She was until the October raid. And that's when she's like, all right, I'm out. I'm out of here. So anyway, let, let's, um, so this is like a two hour long video where we've clipped some interesting things here, starting at the, uh, I believe it's the 1030 mark. Be an anti-racist than anyone else had taught me. A- so this is how Monica taught her, basically. That's good right there. That's good. Than anyone else had taught me up to then. I had practiced law. I had been in other nonprofits. So I had a lot of experience, but nobody was able to help me understand like Monica did. She was, she is a black mother um, living in uh, Roxbury, doing the work that all black moms in these communities are doing. They are fighting for the lives of their children. And I, I am a mom and it, it reached my heart and soul trying to picture my children in that situation of fearing for their safety and something about the not to not to um um okay we can stop there harm towards oh, um, just cringe city just absolute cringe city monica taught me how to be an anti-racist. And therein lies the problem. Just imagine being lectured about Monica Cannon Grant about anything. You know, Monica Cannon Grant just saw this woman. It's like, oh, this woman's a short bus special. Like, she's like, this woman, oh, I could tell her anything. Like, oh, yeah, living in the hood, living, being black in Roxbury. Oh, it's, I dodge bullets and shit. And she's like, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. That sounds so dangerous. Oh, you poor black people in Roxbury. That sounds wild. Would you like some money? Would you like some money? Would you like to come over for dinner? <laughs> She's just like, it's fucking pathetic. It's so bad. That is that is the face of white liberalism. If I've ever seen it. It's Especially so that shot. <laughs> I know. Oh, good Lord. Okay. So let's go to 1415. Let's go to that mark. On the hit, table hit for you, because I was able to self reflect. but let me tell you about me and you you create this safe space for us to explore the conversation and I've learned so much about what it means to be an anti-racist I have learned what it means to not try to be a white savior oh god I do not lead violence in Boston I do not center myself in violence in Boston instead I am giving you all the resources I have at my disposal. And therein lies network, the problem. Oh. It's my money. It's all on the table for you because. Okay, I stop it. To self-reflect. 
Okay. Everything she just said is the problem there. She goes, uh, first of all, learning anything from Monica Cannon Grant, not good. How to not be a white savior. You're literally trying to do that right now. And she goes, I do not lead violent Boston. I do not center myself in violence in Boston, which is a problem because you're the treasurer for violence in Boston. You're supposed to lead violence in Boston when it comes to the money, stupid. That's literally the job that you signed up to do. But she was nothing more than a white figurehead that Monica could put on paper to become legitimate. She's like, you ain't getting shit. You're not touching the money. That's going to me. We're getting Uber Eats tonight again. <laughs> like, like what, what the hell? She's like, it's, I'm giving you all my, she's like, I'm giving you all my resources, whatever you need, network, people, money, whatever you want. I was just going to give it to you because I feel bad about being white. And this is how I alleviate that. Did she flip? Oh, I'm quite positive. She flipped on her because <laughs> how well, cause in the indictment, it says that, you know, all the, all these other associates claim that like, they never touched the money. Only Monica touched the money. So they're like, I didn't, cause you know, they went to them and they're like, where's the money? You're the treasurer. I didn't do it. Shit. That was all her. It was all her. Oh God. So yeah, that's, that's a great quote. Let's go to, um, the 25. I've posted a screenshot of those and you've seen them. Uh, white folks that get defensive and feel the need to justify and well, I wasn't alive through slavery and blah, 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 blah. It's like, so go talk to your grandmother, talk to your aunties and talk to all of those people. They weren't alive either. Racism is learned behavior, right? <laughs> it's learned and it's taught. That means you can unlearn it if you're willing to. And so it, I don't mind educating certain people, but if you're one of those ignorant racist people, then there's a fee that comes along with that because like, I need, I need my coins, right? Because if I got to sit down <laughs> with you, okay, you guys the mental there. gymnastics of you telling me. So I need my coin. That that's that should be her slogan. I need my coin. If you want me to tell you about how racist you are, you're gonna need to pay me. <laughs> Especially if you were never learned to be racist or you never were taught to be racist, she's gonna teach you how to be racist and then call you a racist. What was that? You know, the, our kids are not taught to be racist. No. They used to not be. Now they are. You see what they're doing in the schools now. But I wasn't taught to be racist. If you allow children to go out on a playground, they're going to play with each other, all just playing. They're not looking at the color of each individual's skin. They're playing and having a great time. It is people like this wicked wench that teaches and sows in racism. Yes. So that was... Uh, uh, it's just... Like you said, it's taught in the schools. Now it is being taught in the schools with critical race theory and whatnot. It's being basically force fed on them. Uh, and, and the Monica Cannon Grant version of um, like, you know, weight of you society has become the official platform of the Democratic Party, which is even scarier that they've all seemed to have embraced this as we're going to see. Let's go to the 43 mark, 43 minute mark. Disrespectful. Um I have a model, though, that I have embraced that I will not argue with anybody that Harriet Tubman would have shot. And so um, that that's that's how I'm handling it now. I will say in the past, I've been pulled in to defend myself. Um, people told me I was getting rich. I never understood it when I was going back home to subsidize housing and dodging bullets. If I'm going to get rich, I'm going to make it count. There's going to be a house in Dover somewhere. Right. But, um, Stop it right there. Or Titan. Or Titan. There should have been a house in Dover. Why are you buying a house? I don't, that's what I don't understand, Rayla. If you're getting out the hood, right? If you you made it in life, why are you moving a Titan? Yeah, seriously. 
<laughs> but then she again she it's an indirect shot at me. I don't associate with people that Harriet Tubman would have shot. That's she's talking about you. Yeah. That's what she means by that. She means like, you know, black. Well, why are you moving black. down the street from me then, idiot? Right, right. There you go. There you go. So uh let's go to 5020. People on this zoom that are cambridge residents to find these black women activists who are not hard to find um and support them and help them do the work they need to do not by trying to take over their platform or telling them how to do their jobs just give them the resources and the time to be heard and and that's the okay that i feel like we need to repeat over and over though it sounds so basic so, and easy it's not, pause. there have been so it's just like, just shut up and give them your money. White people, like, listen to me. I'm I'm the head white person here in Winchester. I speak for all other white women. We all need to just shut up and give Monica money and get out of the way and let her do her thing. Because the more we get involved in this, the more our dumb whiteness gets in the way. And you know us white folk, we be silly out here. And we, you know, we, we don't want to center ourselves. Oh, it's so pathetic and so cringe. I can't even, I'm, for the record, like, the way that, you know, some black people are ashamed of Monica Grant and Grant. Uh, we do not, we, we officially disavow this one. She is officially out of the white race. She is no longer, we, we dis like we are throwing her out. We're going to trade her if we can. <laughs> like, I don't know. We'll trade her for Rayla. Okay. That's then we're even. All right. So get her out of here. Get her out of here. Okay. So let's go on to 5230. and so smart and so uh, resourceful to um, and, and here's what I can give you as to the playbook as what I went through so you don't repeat those same things and then let them go ahead and navigate and do what it is they need to do the other thing I would say is, is that like not just support black women in regards to showing up but like we're leading movements we're feeding communities we're doing a whole bunch it's like show up and, and and bring equity you know what i mean bring your rich bring friends bring those people oh. who are like hey, i have all this money and i don't know where to put it well there are black kids who are hungry in bps school over five thousand of them let's start feeding them there are black women who can't pay their bills uh can't pay their rent because COVID has set them so far back and now they're furloughed and sitting in the house trying to figure out do i pay the rent or do i pay the light or do i feed the kids and not pay the rent no Those are decisions being made. And so the push is definitely to support violence in Boston posted a bunch of black and brown businesses that people can jump in to support and um and and get behind if you're looking for someone to support or organizations to support. And then I guess the other thing I would say is is that every protest that I've done has been in response to black men and what they have gone through. Okay, you can pause. Uh, when there. I protest Okay. How so, many uh, people in the community did she feed? Because you know, I was out there in three probably. different communities. <laughs> yeah, it's like congratulations. You raised millions of dollars and you bought a bunch of freaking sloppy Joe from BJ. And I Good did job. mine all through donations to the Massachusetts Military Support Foundation and made sure I went out into the communities and got that food. Well, you know, the building's up there. Who's getting the building? Jamal. Oh, is he in the background? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm right, waiting okay, to yeah. see if he's coming yeah. on. 
So that one, it's just like that comment, bring your rich friends. If yeah. I, that is the most Monica line I've ever heard, bring those people who are like, I have all this money and don't know, and don't know where to put it. That is exactly the kind of person she wants. Like she said it out loud. She said the silent part out loud. Uh, and this is when we talk about inventing Monica, this is how it got invented because she just told, she gets on these forums and it's like, Hey, rich white women. I don't know any of you people. We don't roll in the same circles, but you owe me. So just tell your friends to give me money, cash. I'm good for it. And then just sit back. Don't center yourselves in this and let me do my thing. Well, we, we go to the nail salon and we go to freaking Maryland on vacations, shit like that. Oi, oi, oi. Okay. Let's go to the one Oh two. And it's been an honor and the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, to know Monica and to work oh, with so you. Cringe. And I, I pray that our relationship is for life. You are. Oh, my, it's not. It's I not. I always tell her I love her. She's my love. She's my. So Zena, you left out a part that I didn't mention. You probably didn't mention it on purpose, but Zena paid for me to become a nonprofit. Oh. Um, and I never forget. Yeah. She was like, you should be a nonprofit. And I was like, I ain't got no money. Who's doing all of that? And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to pay for you to become a nonprofit. And when you get rich, you pay me back. And I didn't mean that. You will never. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you don't know money. Me. She won't take it. It's I cool. Never take it. <laughs> um, but like that same opportunity. And for those that don't know, I had the opportunity to. Do I bet that she, for she took else. it. So okay. We can stop there. In my community who were doing work. It's just more shit about Zaina. Uh, it's just so funny. She paid for this. Start. She's like, when you get rich, which came pretty quickly. Uh, she, got, she got rich. And then it costs Zena... 50 bucks to start up a nonprofit. That's it? <laughs> yes. Well, to, reg to register it. I'm, I'm talking it's, about But then, to... like, yeah, I mean, once you start getting in donations, and but you you have to account for your money and everything, but you, you don't pay yourself usually because you're doing it out of the goodness of your heart and everything goes back into the community. That's what I, you know, when I do anything, I don't pay myself for doing anything. It goes right back into the community because they're the people that need the help. This is what you need. You're supposed to be doing. You're out there giving back. What has she done? Nothing. Who has she given back to when you're looking at, I mean, talk about a million dollars and what she could have done in the city of Boston. I know that's the crazy to think about that. You could have done actual good things for the city of Boston. And it much. hurts all the other black nonprofits that are out there. It mm -hmm. literally destroys the credibility of them because now they're being looked at as, Oh, are you part of this BLM movement that just takes money from people and doesn't give back to the goes off, buys million dollar houses, land property yeah. everywhere. Wait, didn't she say I mad married my husband for 40 acres and a mule, none of which I have. I like that mule if you have it. Please. I don't I got a mule, but <laughs> I could use a mule. I could no. use it. <laughs> um, but in the 40 acres too, if you got it. But it'd be uh, nice. Like you're right. Like, think of what that the boys club could have done with that money. Like Dennis Cuddy in the wire, he only needed 15 grand from Avon Boxdale to open a goddamn boxing gym. Like a million dollars. You could have right. done a lot of shit for the inner city community, but instead. She spent it on herself because that's who she is at her core. She doesn't give a fuck about the community. Let's go to um, one eleven. Uh, last clip from this one eleven thirty. The next question we have is: How can Cambridge best support your work? Woo. So right now we're trying to raise funds to hire people. I've been doing this work by myself, which sounds crazy. Um, and from organizing marches to 
like getting called out of my bed at 3 a.m. because somebody's house has been shot up to staying nights in hospitals for young men who were getting discharged to take them and drive them. I literally had the Nation of Islam escort us oh. to a hotel oh. outside the city to save a young black kid's life, right? Now I've been given the opportunity to be able to possibly hire people who are just as passionate about this work as I am, but that takes money. Thoughts and prayers, just right? Give me money. It takes just money because you want to make sure money, people money, have money, money, money. Look at in the top. <laughs> benefits <laughs> and that they are properly taken care of because you don't want them poor doing this work. And so that's what we're doing right now. So you can visit violenceinboston.org. Okay, we can stop there. Basically, just keep paying me money, baby. Just, just keep keep giving the nation money. of Islam. The nation Islam, yeah. And all these these white people are like, oh, that sounds nice. That sounds nice. Uh, so they sound lovely. That sounds diverse. Um, I like Islam. I like Islam. I'm supposed to like Islam, so it must be good. Let me show you guys up. By the way, we've got a quick couple donos here, real quick, to share with you people. We got one from Suzanne says for never giving up well thank you suzanne and i never ever will despite all of the freaking bullshit that's thrown on me i'm still going and i'll never stop we also got 25 dollars here from Rotmouth brett who says i like apples knuckles and turtles as monica says if you know you know so thank you very much we are up to 170 dollars guys in the donos uh we're only 30 bucks away from the freestyle so if you feel like contributing there's a link at the top to the turtle chat you can also cash at me dollar sign uncle turtle boy and i will get a message with uh your donation when that happens okay let's go to number eight who's number eight on the list here who do we got we got um let me get that out of there Call me old. I have old people problems. I have no idea how to call in. So you just got to click the, uh, again, I'll, I'll send the copy. I'm going to put it right in the don't. So Jamal, that's for you. <laughs> I have old people problems. All you got to do is click on that link and that brings you right to the stream yet. Uh, anyway, so Tori Bedford. So this is, uh, I would say no singular reporter did more to cover for Monica Cannon Grant uh, and her rise to prominence than this woman. When I started writing about Monica and I saw all the positive stories, this woman who works for taxpayer funded WGBH, I would tweet at her. She of course blocked me. And then she threw up this tweet. She couldn't even put my name so that it would come up on a search. So she goes, if you're an activist getting aggressively targeted by a turtle boy misinformation campaign. So this is Monica. She's talking about Monica. She's the activist getting targeted by a misinformation campaign. Where was the misinformation? What misinformation? Did I, like I played an audio of her threatening to kill you. Uh, and I like that. Where is the misinformation in this? It turns out I actually, and this is what pisses me off about the mainstream media is they just label everything they don't like that goes against their agenda as misinformation. It's like, I didn't put any misinformation out there. You can hate me all you want. Not like my personality. I get that. I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but I don't put misinformation out there. I, I published the truth. You just don't like, you can't handle the truth. Yeah, I was gonna say What's up? It's actually going to say that they just can't handle the truth. Yeah, they can't handle it. They can't handle it. And so this girl must have felt so good at herself, so good about herself uh, at the Michaela Miller rally in Hopkinton. Can we go play that tape about the cheese sandwiches? This is classic. Right? But understand, everybody has a part to play. If you choose not to, 
Look at these idiots. Oh, my homegirl. My homegirl. That's normal. Don't even know where you work. And they all clap like trained seals. You can stop it there. Oh, I'm so ashamed of white people. Oh, we are the absolute worst. What a goddamn disgrace. <laughs> oh, yes, thank you. Uh, we're, we're so lame, Monica. You know us white people. We love our cheese sandwiches. No seasoning. We don't even put butter on it. We, should, we, eat, it, we eat that shit plain. American, too. No, no uh, you know, fancy Munster cheese or anything like that or mozzarella. We stick to American because we're lame and white and unseasoned. That's how we like it. What's happening, Deb? Um, I have Jamal. You want me to bring Oh, him yeah. Bring up Jamal. Okay. What's happening, Jamal? How are you? Jamal? Jesus Christ. I'm, I don't know how I am. Well, this was, uh, so you've done a lot of work in the background with this, and you've taken a lot of shit for it. She's threatened you. She's uh, put shit out about you constantly, tried to defame you, and you've gone to the media about this before, and they kind of ignored you, right? So for, for all of your audience, I am the light-skinned black man. The light-skinned black man. <laughs> I'm the melanin adjacent. She, yeah, yes, you know. She, she, you know, she left out the fact that I'm also handsome and debonair. But, you know, that's another thing. Uh, it's it's really actually sad that this had to happen because um, uh, to your audience, this brings me no pleasure, okay? This is actually what you see here is the failure of black leadership. And so the points where uh, uh, Turtle Boy has said, I'll never call him uncle, uh, but so Turtle Boy, <laughs> you know, you know, maybe a cousin, but okay, so Turtle Boy, when he says stuff like uh, talking about black leadership and the failures of this, where like the fraud, that's what we have to, to focus on because we don't agree on a lot of the points of the, the, the overall level of politics. But what we do agree on is that there are certain people who do what is called poverty pimping so that there are real issues that are out there. Okay, really, people are really suffering. But then there are people who seize upon those those issues in those moments. Uh, what do they say? Uh, you know, let no let no tragedy go. You know, like they have to seize upon that 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 moment. These these are true opportunistic people. So so they seize on the tragedy of whatever's going on at the time, but they are really not speaking to it. So while everything everything that Monica was championing is real, but but what she was championing it was not real. Does that make sense to y'all? Yes, that makes real. So what are you saying? What could she have done? Like 
So the the high the, the issue she was talking about was violence in Boston, which is real. It does exist. What's the proper solution? What could she have done with that money? Well, so for instance, uh, you know, in the beginning, she got this building to provide services. Okay, but who are you to provide services? In order to provide, a, I want to open a dentistry office because mm -hmm. I, I realized that African American people we have it's horrible the dentistry thing with us. So I want to open a dentistry office down in Dudley, but but I'm not a dentist. So yeah. forget about that. Everybody give me money and I'll open the Black Dental Institute. So my point is, I don't care. What she was talking about was actual real. The, 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 the problem was she was not the one to be able to do it. She was trying to provide social services to a community, or that's the, the, the thing she was using. But she's not a psychologist. She's not a social worker. She, she don't know CPR. She Like, there was in no realm of the, where she was qualified to say, yeah. hey, if you have children or families who are in distress, send them to me as a social service center, and then I provide them social services. But here you have a person who's offering counseling. Right. Who, offering. In, in fact, in need of counseling. Did anyone go there for counseling? Like, did that ever happen? And, and would you, who would want to get counseling from her? Like, she's not, like you said, she's not... Like, so for instance, you could take that million dollars, like you got a million dollars, hire, she hired some people, hire a psychologist, hire a social, a social worker, hire somebody that can actually do the things that you're claiming to do. Hey, but check it out. But why do that when you know everything? <laughs> or just yell, yeah, I know, <laughs> basically. That's what her lives were all about. That was her counseling. I'm the, I'm the <laughs> chef. I'm the counselor. I'm the, I'm the lawyer. I'm the... And see, and, 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 and once again, this is what I'm talking about. For your audience, there's a level of the people who are just like, yeah, you know, we want to see this, you know, da, da, da. and it's a victory thing of seeing this horrible thing that's being taken down. So there's that. But there's also the failure of this wonderful thing that could have been. And so what I'm saying is the real tragedy here is that at the end of the day, no services were given. And, 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 and there is a real community out there that needs these services, and these services were never provided because the people that were coming to say we can pro provide the services are not capable of providing the service. And in many cases are actually uh, uh, afflicted by the same things that they're trying to tell the community that they could serve. That's why you don't elect Democrats, Jamal. It's has not this, just, this is this, the human thing, though. See, this is what I mean with y'all's politics. This is not, see, this is not. But this, this is what me. they are doing to the community. So they take away stuff and then they look at you and they're like, oh, you need us, you need us. But then they keep taking and taking away. Instead of actually going out there and implementing changes and doing what they're elected to do, they go and purposely hurt the black community, hurt the inner cities, and they do it in intention to keep you just complete you completely on their plantation. It is that they are racist completely towards the inner cities, and you can see it in what they do. That is why you need to change. You need to fight against. You need to stand with people who are actually out there doing stuff. Hello, that'd be me. But can I ask you, can I, ask you, I can I just ask you a question? So, 
you've obviously, you know, you've supported in the past Julia Mejia. You've supported Ayanna Presley. Are you disappointed in their silence regarding this? Who are you talking to right now? You, you've supported. You you were a Julia Mejia supporter, no? Like you were friendly with her? Hold I mean, stop. No, oh, am I wrong? See, see what you just did there? Friendly with her or okay. supported. Okay, so you didn't vote you didn't you vote for you've her? Never seen, you've never seen me in a t-shirt or a bumper sticker. I don't do that. But Rachel That's Rollins, you definitely supported. I supported Rachel Rollins in the degree. Once again, you will never see a bumper sticker or a t-shirt. I supported these people, in fact, of they are coming from the black community. And when we have certain people who are running for office that uh, the community may get around, I'm supportive in that. Like, I don't know how to look, look, you're supportive of the Boston Celtics, right? Mm-hmm. But no. you know, everybody on the team, right? You, you know, you might like this person and then you might think this other person's a sucker, right? So all I'm saying is that, when I was a kid growing up for the Boston Celtics, I was cheering for Robert Parrish, DJ. Just the black guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. You know, you guys, you you were you you like Danny Ainge and all that shit. He was a sucker to me. Uh, so, there's a guy named Larry Bird. You ever heard of him? He's kind of good. Yeah, he's he's all right. Certainly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. Hey, actually, you guys have similar faces, and if there's ever a movie, you you could play him. Uh, <laughs> I get Peyton Manning a lot, but go ahead. But so my point, my point is that we have different frames of reference while we can still look at the same thing. So I can see Boston politics and Boston uh, black politics as a certain thing, but I can still look at certain people that I hold in high esteem as my heroes and like the standouts and other people that I think are scrubs. So I just don't want anybody to think that Oh, just because I'm black or I'm from the community or whatever, that I have just a a, a a blank slate where all these people are on and, you know, and I equate them all the same. No, it's it's, it's a lot different because what I go on is merits. Mm. And so, no, I don't. And, I, I don't and, want- and in defense of Jamal, I will say this, right? Like, so people are like, only he's only supporting the black, whatever. I'm be honest, as, as a white guy growing up, my favorite cornerback in the NFL, cornerback, was Jason Seahorn because he was the only white cornerback. And it's like, as a white guy, you know, you're growing up, you like playing football in the backyard. You're like, that's the only guy who fucking resembles me at all in the NFL playing the position that I like to play the most. So I, I do kind of understand that a little bit, a little <laughs> bit. I'm being honest with you. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I get it. So I don't think it's completely, people are saying it's racist. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that, I don't think that's racist, but. That's just me. I can't be racist. Y'all understand the whole. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We'll do another. We'll do a whole other segment on that because I know your 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 whole shit will blow up if we do that. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. All right. Cool. Well, anything else to add uh, before we get on with this list? Um, I I will go, but I will say this about Rayla. Um, the whole thing or the reason that I got involved. And the reason that I reached out to her is because um, she was being attacked at that particular time. And uh, Rayla with her husband, her children. See, here, this is where it gets crazy. You know, for folks that would think that we're so many degrees apart, right? Because of whatever Rayla believes or whatever I believe, whatever. 
Rayla's my sister. Now, watch this. At the same time, too, Monica's my sister, too. Isn't this a crazy family? No. Well, but my point is that um, Rayla, in this particular point, didn't do anything wrong and was attacked. So I have to come to the defense of that. Another person who, like, I'm not, like, what's happening to Monica now? She's also my sister. I wish this had never happened to her because I wish she would have never did these things that caused it to happen to her. You follow me? It's called hubris. And there you go. So hubris, uh, karma, you know, all these type of things. So all I'm saying is in the great scheme of humanity, We're losing the mouth froze. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? It and froze. whenever justice falls, literally, Turtle Boy, Rayla, look, if I do something crazy tomorrow, you have my full permission to castigate me too. That's what I'm telling you. It whoever can get it. If I do something crazy, do it. Mm -hmm. Please. Well, hopefully it doesn't come to that. No, it might. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going so. to bed in about half an hour. I'm not going to do anything crazy tonight. All right, all right. All right, Jamal, thanks for coming on. God bless y'all. Peace. God bless. God bless. All right, so um, let's get back to the list. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, no, it's a different perspective. You know, I like having that. So um, so let's go on to number seven, Ayanna Presley. That was number seven on my, on my list. So Ayanna Presley, obviously, the Ringo star of the squad, uh, Monica first came on her radar because she threatened to murder you uh, because she you were running against, uh, you know, uh, Ayanna Presley in a district that's like plus 50 Democrat. You know, it's good that you were running. You know, you and I disagree on that. I don't think a Republican could ever win that district under any circumstances, but this oh, is especially after they redistrict and took out my streets. <laughs> well, yeah. Suffolk County is the most liberal district. The, the seventh congressional district is the most liberal district in the most liberal state in the country. So the odds are against any Republican that runs ever. And so I guess my point here is yeah. it, it's silly for them to even consider you like that threatening to their establishment but she considered you so much of a threat that she puts this video. Play the video. Keep your fucking hands off. And then this heifer running against Ayanna Presley. This one here with the white husband. At some point, we're going to have to have a conversation with black folks who get in a relationship with white folks and then forget that they black. We're going to have to have that conversation. And I know it's going to fuck with y'all nerves. It's going to be uncomfortable. But we're going to have to have that conversation because if white vagina and white penises jeopardize your melanin, then we need you to sit in the back of the classroom and this ain't your part of the show and you don't get to talk right now. Until you practice some self-love, know your history, and realize where the fuck you came from, this ain't your part of the show. We need you to sit in the back. I need all the people that understand what it is to wake up black, regardless of how many educated gang symbols you have at the end of your name, regardless educated of how gang close in proximity you are to white supremacy, regardless of how many white penises you ride. And I ain't mad at you, sis, because if you ride in that motherfucker for a credit score, get you that house, boo. Get your 40 acres in your mule. Just don't forget that you's a nigga. 
Sticking it in uncooked vagina, you can't okay. and be disrespectful. And I'll be damned if I let this 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 melanin adjacent woman whose proximity melanin. to white supremacy is so disgusting, right? Uh, um be disrespectful to our congresswoman because white folks have convinced her that. They, she been drinking the water. I don't. I don't know. I just white folks have convinced her that she was better. I don't know. She was one of those. Um, she's an exceptional Negro. Is that what it is? Uh, she she crossed county lines to disrespect a white woman. <laughs> Malcolm X would have blew somebody's fucking head off. Okay, or stop it right the there. That's enough. Whatever. And I get it. Blown somebody's fuck. I get it. I get it. The pig- oh, she gets it so much. It, she treats black people like shit. And I got here in a private chat from Black Lives Matter saying, you're a white nationalist. You're conspiring to silence the voice of black lives. That's in a private chat right now. That's horrible. That's horrible. So anyway, this is Ayanna Presley. She worked on, she said that on behalf of, like in defense of Ayanna Presley. Like that's what that was. And by the way, Ayanna Presley's campaign manager, Alex Goldstein, was also the official... Uh, spokesperson for violence in Boston. All media relations went through him. She continued to promote Monica well after. This tweet is from December 4th that she tagged Cori Bush and Monica Cannon-Granton. Uh, there was another one. Uh, she helped b- bring Monica, before Monica was really huge. She'd been pimping her out for years before she was elected to Congress when she was a city councilor. You see all the tweets. We got the receipts with the dates on them and everything. And it's all just out there. This is one of the most influential members of the United States Congress. Like her and Liz Warren, those are huge names on a national scale because they're the most radical of the radical on the left. Uh, And that means you're influential. And so she's got like a huge platform and she's out here just pimping out this woman. And again, just like with inventing Anna, inventing Monica, Monica could not have gotten to where she is without the support of people like Ayanna Presley, who built her into what she is today. So let's go on to number six. Miss Road Rage. Wait, there's a wait, there's actually oh, there's somebody in the in the comments that yeah, says Yeah, Black Lives Matter person says debate me honkies. Oh, this is a flag of black power. What the? Oh, I I see that in our private chat. It says, Yeah, you are are white national. I thought you were talking about you got a message. No, get in the private chat. Yeah, and the private chat says, You are conspiring to silence a voice for black lives. Debate me, honkies. This is the plaque. If you want to come back, my guy, come on back. You're welcome to come back. We'll have you on for a minute or so. We'll have the BLM minute. And then you can say your piece and we'll we'll make you look dumb and we'll do our thing. But anyway, Rachel Rollins is a, is a snake. She uh, she was very savvy at quickly distancing herself from Monica the second that video came out. And she would try to be friendly with you and sneaky and 
kind of weaponize you against Monica, let her know where she's at so she would disrupt her. But that was only for political reasons because of the, the primary between Joe Kennedy and Ed Markey and Rachel Rollins was with Ed Markey and Monica was with Joe Kennedy. And so basically making Joe Kennedy look bad was a priority for her. Okay, so I see the BL, BLM guy. I'm going to bring him up, but I'm going to keep this like this so we don't so he doesn't porn bomb us. Okay. So anyway, Miss Miss. Oh, see, uh, yeah. it is a, it is a porn bomb. I knew it was a porn bomb, and luckily I stopped it though, didn't I? Yes, you did. Very good. I did. It did. So we're going to ban him from the studio. You like that, Deb? I was. I'm impressed. I was on top of it too, and that was already gone. I'm impressed with you. I was. I, I already got banned him. Yeah. yeah. So that was a porn bomb. So got. Sorry, so was guys. That, Only was we that, got to look at that. Yeah, was that not an actual like who was the black guy there? I saw a black guy there. It was a face. He, like he, had, no neck. he had no neck. Did you see him? Like he was inside his shirt and then he was just naked. So I don't know what's going on, but thanks so yeah. much. So thank yeah, I, we're good. Black so, dick matters. Thank that you. didn't that did no, it was a white dick. It was white dick matters was, too. All dicks matter, Aiden. Don't it was me. I almost got porn bomb with my own porn. That's was it you? Oh damn. Yeah, that was me. You guys almost saw a different side of me. Don't tell me that. Yeah. So I avoided that this whole time. I don't want that. No, no. It's, oh, okay. So we'll fix that. Okay. Was it Monica's son? No, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. Anyway, maybe. we'll go back. We'll go back. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to edit that part out. Okay. Anyway, back to, uh, back to the story at Andy. Um, it was just a picture. Okay. So yeah, I'm sorry. That might've been me. Okay. Anyway, uh, never again, never again. Okay. So, Anyway, um, why don't we head back to the story here? So Rachel Rollins has uh, <laughs> basically used her influence. Uh, Monica uh, campaigned for her in 2018, helped her out, and she got a $6,000 grant in return. And in 2019, one of the first things Ra Rachel Rollins did, this has become a theme since she's been elected, is victimize herself. Uh, there was some beef she had with the secretary of something with Charlie Baker's office, and they were upset that Mona, that uh, Rachel Rollins was choosing not to, you know, uh, prosecute 15 crimes or whatever. And they sent a letter out and this was seen as an attack on black women. And immediately Monica organizes some of the most influential elected officials in Boston, including Michelle Wu, Rachel Rollins. Um, I believe Andrea Campbell was there. Lydia Edwards was there all upstage. Uh, Kim Janey was there and, they're going to put, so let's just play this tape from the top. And I'm like, who is this? And she's like, here's a salad. You know how that Snickers commercial, when they say you're hungry, you need to eat a Snickers? <laughs> I guess we had caused so much havoc when we spoke, she thought I needed a salad. <laughs> so she ran up on me and handed me this salad. And I was like, I am kind of hungry, but that's not why I said what I said. Um, and from then on, we ended up working on the Civil Rights Committee with Attorney General Mara Haley together. Um, and then we realized we were so much alike, like, you know, our flat back is serious. And so we was texting each other. I supported her during the campaign. I endorsed her before Calvin. I just want to say that publicly. <laughs> um, and without further ado, my sister, my friend, somebody I look up to who I think is amazing. Yeah. But most importantly, it feels good. I feel like the kid who's finally looking to see somebody that looks like them sitting in a seat. Your district attorney, my district attorney, DA Rachel Rollins. 
So I'm not now listen to this speech. Listen to this speech. There's going to be three parts. The first part is the thank you. The second part is the why, and the third pause part is quick. now what. So thank you. So this, I'd never heard this speech before in doing research for the show. I found this speech. And by the way, we're $30 away from the freestyle, guys. If we can get there, I just posted the link again. Uh, feel free to donate to that. Really want to unlock this freestyle. It's a good one tonight. But anyway, this speech, I'd never heard this before. It's insane. Just play it and you'll see her. I want to start with Monica. Okay. Maybe you would be here in this room if it wasn't for her. So Monica is an organizer. She is a passionate, skilled community advocate. What skill? What skill is she? A friend, a friend. None of you would have been mobilized and been here. I want to thank my electeds of color. I want to thank Ayana and Liz Miranda and Nika, Russell Holmes, Sonny Diaz did call and, and was on social media. Uh, Andrea Campbell, Kim Janey, Michelle Wu, Lydia Edwards. Felix Arroyo Sr. and my girl Damali from Chelsea. I want to also thank a candidate, uh, Richard Arroyo, the son of this wonderful man who's running for office as well and was on social media. Um, and of course, Senator Wilkerson. With respect to the organizations, I want you to know that the ACLU, the Charles Hamilton Houston Institute for Race and Justice, Lawyers for Civil Rights, the Massachusetts Organization for Addiction Recovery, and the NAACP New England Area Conference all wrote a letter to the governor. Fantastic letter. Clap back this way. Very nice. I want you to know that affinity groups like the Mass Black Lawyers, the Mass Association of Hispanic Attorneys, the NAACP Boston Branch, Massachusetts Black Women Attorneys, they mobilized their membership and they came together for me. The clergy, I see some of you here. Um, I want you to know that but for you, Willie, and but for you, I know I saw Jeffrey and others, um, you, you pray for me, you give me guidance, um, you spoke to your membership, I, I appreciate everything you've done. And then of course, the nation. The nation uh, walking me in today, I feel like a, a little queen. So I really she got walked. She got walked in by the nation of Israel. But I want you okay, to know all there. of those things. Why are we here? So that I mean, that's basically like this was the real Rachel Rollins. As soon as Monica became toxic, she couldn't wait to throw her friend under the bus and weaponize Rayla against her. But that's a different story. Awesome friend you got there. Uh, but she treated, she like distanced herself so fast. It's like, no, 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 no. You don't get to walk away. You helped legitimize this woman. Like you were a huge part of inventing Monica. And you don't just get to be like, oh no, she's bad now. No, no, I disavowed that. No, you invented her. You're the reason she got here. So please. So she's number six. Number five, we have Maura Healy. Now Maura Healy never really... There's only one image of her, and that was this image uh, in 2020. Um, but I, I put Maura Healy on this list because ultimately it is her job to oversee nonprofits, right, and make sure they're in compliance. And essentially, when we first started investigating violence in Boston, we saw that, oh, they've never done their paperwork. And why are we the only ones looking into this? Why isn't Maura Healy looking into this? She could have put a stop to this years ago. Well, you heard it in the last clip. She said, Monica said she helped 
work for Maura Healy to get her elected. There you go. So she owes it. You know, she throws the dog a bone uh, and she needs Monica out there uh, because, again, Monica was too valuable politically to distance yourself from. Like, that's the way they viewed this woman as this, like, no, 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 we, we all. Did anybody I, listen to her talk? Yes. And they just <laughs> didn't care. They must. There's no way they didn't hear it. But they, uh, and they just like, you know what? I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that because you know why? Because the Globe didn't write about it. If the right. Globe had written about it, then they react. If it's just me writing about it, well, he's the white supremacist from Worcester. You don't have to listen to him. He doesn't count. Like it's, it's misinformation when he puts it out. You don't have to listen to that. You but count even now, if, don't you? Yeah, I guess I, I would say I do now. I would say, how do you like them apples, dude? Boston Globe. So anyway, she did nothing. So that's her. Number four, let's go on to Marty Walsh here. Marty. Marty Walsh. So Marty Walsh uh, is the former mayor of Boston, the current secretary of labor under Joe Biden. He's the one that gave her a 4,000 square foot building in Hyde Park to run violence in Boston out of. Why? According to her, because she kept calling, she's told the story a million times. She kept calling him motherfucker and he didn't like that. And so he met with her. He was essentially bullied by her and just like, what do I have to give you to shut up? Well, a 4,000 square foot building and, you know, 54 grand and COVID relief. Will that do the trick? And she's like, well, that's a start. That's a start. And she puts him on the goddamn grand opening thing. He didn't show up to like Marty Walsh didn't show up to the VIB grand opening because he knew how cancerous she was. He's like a Rachel Rollins. It was like, that's enough of that. I'm out. <laughs> oh, that's a wrap. I'm out of here. So she distanced herself from him as much as possible. But like I said, we'll, we'll play the clip later where uh, she actually says, you know, uh, I, he asked me, can you stop calling me a motherfucker? And, and <laughs> She, and she did. That's all she had to do was just yell at the, you know, the mayor of Boston for some reason is scared of this woman. So let's go down to number three, Ginger Joe Kennedy. Let's go to Ginger Joe Kennedy. <laughs> so this, oh, what a beat. I mean, I voted for Ed Markey, the communist, because I don't want to see this guy's face for the next 30 years. I'm like, Ed Markey's going to die in 10 years. So whatever. I, I don't want to see Joe Kennedy for the rest of my life. I couldn't do it. So I voted for Ed Markey in the primary uh, just because at least he's fucking just a harmless idiot. Whereas Joe Kennedy could be like president someday if he becomes a senator. Like, no, no, thank you. So anyway, this guy, he called Monica his dear friend. And oh. after this, because uh, she he sought out her endorsement, literally sought it out. And after... Monica, the video came out, his office actually responded to it. And they said, quote, Kennedy campaign spokesman Michael Kennedy said, Monica has said multiple times that she should have been more careful with her words. Few have fought longer and harder on the forefront of racial justice than Monica. That's all it took. She just, she's like, oh yeah, I said some words wrong. Like, you know, Malcolm X would have blowed someone's fucking head off or she rode white penis for a credit score or you're an N word. You know, right. I need, like, she probably should have missed, you know, used different words. We'll look past it though. She's passionate about her crowd. She's helping people, you know, so it's all good. Now play some of the clips from this. It's just disgusting the stuff with Joe Kennedy. I don't want to just be talked to when you get ready to file legislation and now you need the black person to advocate for you. I want to be the person consulted during the process so that what you're advocating for is in line with 
what we actually need. My name is Monica Cannon-Grant. I am a activist residing in the city of Roxbury. Um, oftentimes when elected officials get ready to run, they come talk to our community, meaning the black community. And so my challenge to Joe in this meeting was if you want my vote, you have to come to my house and get it. You have to come to my house without your entourage, without cameras and come and let me show you my community. And shockingly, <laughs> not even a week later, Joe showed up on a Saturday morning, knocking on the door. Well, let's stop there. Um, and we walked. Well, basically, Monica brings him around, shows him, you know, all this stuff. And this guy's like, wow, this is how black people live in Boston. Oh, man. I, you know, but like he's like, I've lived in Nantucket my whole life. I don't know anything about this world. Show me, Monica. You're my dear friend. Uh, and then this is the real. <laughs> this is what this is you in your glory disrupting. So this is back when. Like he's going at Ed Markey and yeah. he's like, he's like, Oh, we need to brand Ed Markey as a racist. So I'm going to get every black leader I know to come and stand behind me, including Monica. Obviously you get tipped off to this by Rachel Rollins. Cause she's an Ed Markey supporter and you show up and you do your thing. So let's, play I was thing. scared and nervous too. Like I, this is the first, my first time actually this confronting anybody. This was vintage. This was beautiful. You can skip ahead to like the 50 second mark on this one. Okay, go back, go back, go back. Go back. Right, here we go. You pause right here. This is intense. This is great. the bigot behind you? Are you? I'm Melanie Jason, apparently, according to her. Are you going to say something about that? Rayla Campbell for Congress. Are you going to say something about what she's been doing while you're standing up there giving hugs? Was she want to on a 40-minute racial tirade about my family, about me, about me being married to a white man? Talking about how people should shoot me. This is not your moment. Harriet Tubman would have sought me. She called me a nigger. A nigger. All right. And you're standing there celebrating her. I'm running for Congress against Diana Presley. Do I need this from someone who I don't even know? Who has no authority? <laughs> then the cops. Yeah, did you hear what she said? This isn't your part of the show. Oh, just Who those words, bro. The lady grabbing my arm, one of Monica's people. She's like, "This isn't your part of the show. This isn't your part of the show." And that's what I was like. She called this, me. This is free. I love that. That was <laughs> that was anger. That was righteous anger. That whole thing. And God bless you. It's like this is free speech. You're in a public setting in the middle of nowhere. And what did AOC say? Protests are supposed to make people feel uncomfortable. Well, I think mm -hmm. they look a little uncomfortable doing that. The leftists don't like it when you use your own tactics against them, do they? No. Do they? No. And he's a Kennedy too, so they just escorted me to the side. They were like, "He's a Kennedy," and I was like, "Whatever." And that's when I was I was still yeah. talking trash to him, and I literally said, "We know your grandfather better than you," and the cops were laughing. <laughs> oh, I literally cringe at the sound of joe kennedy's voice play this clip here this is just like he's so cringe oh this guy we're here at food festival and i'm here with a dear friend of mine monica cannon grant who a dear over friend the past 10 weeks has fed over 60,000 kids in our community and need food 
and I'm so honored to be here. We're helping out Amon's food and, and, and helping get it set up. But um, just want to say thank you to Monica, and here she is. Where are they? Okay, so yeah, so that that he's at Violence at Boston headquarters. A dear friend, you know, Pimp, that's on his channel. It's a dear friend of his. So, okay, number two, Tito Jackson. So Tito is the downtown suit. Uh, who was a former city councilor. He ran against Marty for re-election, I think, in 2017. He lost. Uh, and he really helped to legitimize her. He's helped to raise a lot of money. He, uh, Monica, little known fact, ran for state representative in 2016 and lost by like 90 votes. She was that close to getting elected to the state house, which is fucking insane. Uh, so she almost won because of this guy. And he's the downtown guy. Monica often brags about, I can get anyone on city hall and speed dial, whatever. That's because of Tito. Tito is the suit. He's the guy who you know, wears a shirt and tie and carries himself properly, but he still is like best friends with Monica. And the two of them are just shakedown artists. They shook down the Phantom Gourmet for 75 grand. And in the violence in Boston documentary at the 845 mark, he talks about how he first got to know Monica. And shockingly, it's very similar to how Marty Walsh did. Play that clip at 845. He's in white supremacist, but also the... it to feel natural or normal that in our neighborhood, in our community, that people were getting shot. So I pulled up to Fennel Street and uh, this woman in, um, I don't know if she had on curlers, but she did, definitely had her hair wrap on, uh, started yelling at me. Um, oh, Mr. City Councilor, it's very nice to see you. It is very nice to meet you now that some people are getting shot in our neighborhood. Thank you very much, Mr. City Councilor, for showing up. I was like, okay. So um, this is not quite uh, what I expected. Um, and I stayed for um, the, the whole time um, until they found the suspect. Um, okay. And sadly... I want to say um, this guy's me probably nuts. happened two or three this times. This guy is such a fraud. He's the one that stopped me. He's Another black like, oh. person was killed last night. Well, you can stop. You can um, pause it. You can pause it. You can pause it. So that that's basically uh, how you know she, she. He's got a similar story to the, she. He showed up and this random woman just starts screaming at him, and he's like, "Oh, let's raise money for you to be a state rep." You yell really loudly. You should be an elected official. You have no training in anything. You have no background in politics. You don't know the first thing about anything, but we should prop you up as some sort of leader in the community. So that's stupid. Okay. But number one, of course, I have on my list is the Boston Globe. Yep. Because nobody, uh, in my opinion, did more. Did they take down the first tweet? It's gone. Wait, I got to see this tweet. It's Oh, no. Why is it just? Wow. They took down a tweet. <laughs> I see. Look at number one. Go to. Do you have that up there? Look at it. It's gone. Since I published this tweet, says blog, whatever that tweet was, was taken down. People, that's what influence looks like. Turtle Boy humiliates the shit out of you. I don't even remember. Did you what screenshot your own blog? Someone had to. Come on. I should have. I, I screenshot <laughs> a lot of shit, but there's just so much with Monica. It's hard to keep track. I'd run out of data on my freaking computer if I did. The, the cloud isn't big enough to store all that. So uh, they, they, she wrote a goddamn op-ed. I think that's what the tweet was for. The, the, the tweet promoting the op-ed that Monica wrote, promoting her as a civil rights 
icon leading marches. They let her write an op-ed saying activists are essential workers. She's an essential worker. What? Fighting for just uh, just America. Meanwhile, she's out here talking about like killing people and they, fuck the police, fuck the police, fuck the police. And the Boston Globe is hosting race summits for her. And of course, after this all came out, you can't even plead ignorance. After the Rayla Campbell tape came out, you can't plead ignorance. What did the Boston Globe do? Janae Osterholt writes this article nominating her as a Bostonian of the year. That yep. happened in real life, and which is just fucking perfect. And I, I, I messaged her about it on Twitter very politely. I'm like, hey, I know, uh, you know, I, you know, I don't even know. said like, you should probably see this. Like, this is what this woman did. She's not a good person. Blah blah blah. Blocked, because that's how they do with the Boston Globe. They just block you when they, when you when you point out what frauds they are and what fake news they are. They just block you like that. So oh yeah, completely. You, I put all the other shit at the bottom there. You can watch a lot of it. We'd be here all night if we played some of that. But I do have a couple more clips. Uh, for, so, Deb, can we play the YouTube video there uh, of the Boston and Violence, uh, Violence in Boston documentary uh, and just a couple clips that I had you uh, play? Can we do that? Oh, in the meantime, while you're setting that up, let me just see if we got the donos for the freestyle. I think we did. Let's Yay! A spoiler alert. So we are going to have a freestyle shortly. Um, That's fantastic. Yes. So Turtle Cadet says, uh, Lord Monica uh, and her squad got <laughs> caught with fraud. She was assured and adored by onboard media and local political lords. We applaud the effort of one Turtle Demigod. Ooh, I'm a Demigod now. Who in the end declawed this broad. So well done. Thank you there. A lot of poets around here. We also got 30. For Sean, he says, Carrot, long live the turtle. Thank you very much, Sean. I appreciate that. And then 30 for Suzep says, never forget. You got a turtle army behind you. And I do never forget that. Whenever I'm down or having a tough time with this bullshit, I always, always remember that. So we have unlocked the freestyle. Thank you guys very much for your support. If you feel like donating, link is at the top. Okay, let's watch this uh, video. At the 2045 mark. Let's see. Listen to who she compares herself to. There's no audio. Okay. No audio. I can probably find that video. Hold on. If that link isn't working, I could probably play it on my end. I don't know why it does this sometimes. Because it's called censorship. <laughs> or technical difficulties. Blame <laughs> um, it all on censoring. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay, let me pull it up on my end over here. Share screen. Yep. Oh, here we go. Oh, you got it. Comments to March that Martin Luther King took that same route from Roxbury to the Boston Commons to March when he was here in Boston. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, yo, that's wild. And he had put up the picture and I put the side by side and you see the Martin marching. Um, and I think he was locked arms or he had people standing with him. At this him. is amazing. Watch this. It was the picture right there of me and Clark, um, leading the march. Into you have to be fucking kidding me. You have to be kidding me. Like her and Clark. And the similarities oh. with Malcolm X. Just the similarities. You don't know anything about. 
like like this uh, same demise. Like I'm gonna get shot. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get shot. Yeah, the only reason you're gonna get shot is because your son's a drug dealer. But besides that, you should be good. So this woman's basically like literally talk about ignorance of history. This woman often cites Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. She doesn't know the first goddamn thing about either of them or anything that they taught. She knows nothing. She's just like, oh, but I'm just like them because I marched and they marched. And I'm like, whoa, I'm a leader and you're and I might get shot and you're do I'm dodging bullets and you're dodging bullets. And yeah, we're basically the same person. So that's play this clip of Joe Kennedy, the 28 mark. People, old people. So I'm filming this to appreciate them. The last thing I want to talk to you about before we get to our next location is trauma. Everybody has the violence prevention. Look at Joe Kennedy. Look at him. AR 15s, Parkland, Sandy Hook. He's such a. But for black and brown communities, oh, he's such a tool. We're oftentimes dodging bullets on a regular basis. We oh, dodge. This guy's like, whoa, that sounds scary to, to be black. Scary. So can you speak to your, your views and your stance? And then the other piece is funding. Everyone loves to come talk to us about violence prevention, and everyone loves to come hear the black story. But we're the last to get funding when it comes to doing this work on the ground. And a lot of activists are doing this work from a place of poverty. Because I'm a little perturbed, and I'm explaining okay. to why. So that's basically, that Joe Kennedy's just sitting there. It's like, he's just like, okay, wait, so what do I, this is, wow, it sounds scary being black. It sounds wild in the black. He's like, literally everything he knows about being a black in America, he learns from this woman who is a psycho and is openly a psycho. And this fucking idiot politician who wanted to be United States Senator just sitting there. Go I'm to the first in America. And I had a pretty good life in things yes. that I don't have to. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to show up for every fight because I have this thing where, I hate to be lied on. I go pulling receipts, you know. Oh, receipts. Okay. <laughs> Don't lie on me, like. Mm. And I went through this thing, you know. When you do this work, you have those who love you and those who hate you. And I went through this thing where people are like, "Oh, she's stealing money," and I posted every bank account I had. Wow. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, didn't. you ever. You didn't. I'm like, y'all are trying to clock what I'm doing. And you're monitoring because uh, the DA's office gave me a six thousand dollar grant, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Y'all are monitoring six thousand dollars. I spent twenty grand in the month of August. You don't get it. Mm -hmm. Off On nails. Of grassroots fundraising, yep. helping mm -hmm. women, yep. paying light bills, paying rent, paying for abortions, paying car insurance. Closet. I paid for twelve kids." Uh, you know what? You know where that six grand really went? It wasn't for abortions or anything like that. According to the federal indictment, it was for a getaway in Maryland. With the family. Maryland. 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 I was on vacation in Maryland. <laughs> Nobody. What kind of is that? We're going to go to Maryland. Yeah, they have a nice coastline on the Chesapeake Bay. Baltimore. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to Baltimore. It's going to be dope in the summer. What the hell is Oh, for fuck's sake. Delaware's right there. They have an actual coastline, you idiot. What's wrong with you? Anyway, so that's that clip. Let's go to the um, uh, a couple more clips here. Uh, the 110 part. Where she talks about allegations and the and Marty Walsh. Bubba Gump Shrimp. That's so great. <laughs> First, I want to say that one of the things that frustrates me is the fact that black women get labeled angry. And the first thing is not passion. The first thing is not frustration. What I did was hold the mayor accountable for 269 days. For 269 days, I highlighted the disparities around violence in the city of Boston. For 269 days, I critiqued the fact that nothing was being done. 
For 269 days, I asked him to meet with me and talk to me because ultimately, regardless if we agree or disagree, if he ever called my phone, I would answer. To address the poorly talking about the mayor, so I did go live. <laughs> and uh, I used some very colorful words in regards to oh, the mayor. Motherfucker. It was only after a report was released where the mayor has said that if young black men want to kill themselves, let them kill themselves. I was pissed. I don't think he said it like Because that. when you talk about young black men, you talk about the four young like black men in my house. You talk about my black husband. You talk about my black brother. Um, and so I went live and I must have used every curse word I ever learned from the day I learned how to curse. And it came from a place of you don't get to talk about a community that you haven't adequately helped. Um, and that was my frustration around it. You know, oftentimes I've heard the critique about me cursing. I was always told that if you curse, that means you're intelligent. So there's a oh, really? but oh, yeah, <laughs> the other pieces, you know, now that I have this relationship <laughs> with Marty, that's one of the first things. Marty, yeah, we're on the first met, base. You know, and I remember him saying to me, stop calling me motherfucker. <laughs> and um, I was like, you got that. But I think one of the things that people think is that, you know, with the relationship we have now, that I'm going to stop being Monica. And that's so not the case. Okay. Um, the difference is, is yeah. that instead of being on social media, I have those uh, conversations directly with him when okay, I disagree with him, which has happened you often. And so, this yeah. is a mother saying this stuff, and she's yes. out there like, God helps those who help themselves. You get out there and help your community. You do something. Don't expect everybody else to do it. You get yes. out there and do it. Your community, you're part yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. And Monica's just like, basically, just pay me. Give me free shit. She bullied, literally bullied the mayor, the secretary of labor, into giving her free shit because he didn't like, he had his feelings hurt when this ratchet called him a motherfucker a bunch of times. So let's uh, play the real quick, a couple more clips here, and then we'll do the freestyle. Uh, long show, I know. But uh, play that next clip from the Facebook, Violence in Boston, about all she needs. This is This is classic Monica. Do you have that clip, Deb? Yeah, just give me a second. Okay, cool. <laughs> all so, she needs. Ooh. Yeah, all she needs. Yeah, this is what she talks about here, about all she needs. to. Uh, so rich. She's doing everything for clout. That's just her. Yes, all she needs is attention. I got it ready if you want me to just key it up. <laughs> all right, stir it in because by the time okay, we get okay. here, who knows? We'll be yeah, you can have the one after this. Have the next one. All right, all right, I'll leave that one. Okay, here we go. I got it over here. So let me. Being done to my kind every day. I'm being haunted as prey. My people don't want no trouble. We don't talking shit about all. They show up, but they don't care about community violence. I don't been on four, five, seven in the fucking animal channel talking about our young people dying. Right on a regular day, I'm paying utilities. I'm paying rent. I'm trying, right? But I'm one person. I need us not to stop here at this protest. I need this to just be one thing in addition for all the things that we do. All you gotta do is give us the resources to take care of us, and we're gonna take care of us every time. But what happens is, is we don't get the funding, we don't get the support, we don't get the love. We're economically disadvantaged. So 
we don't get the funding. This was the at the height of the George Floyd protest. And she's just like, she saw that as an opportunity to make money. She's like, people are willing to pay. Zayna merchants of the world and those people are just going to pay. She's like, we don't get the money. We don't get the funding. Just keep giving me money and just step back and chill out. And, and we'll take care of the rest from there. No need to look into what we're doing. Just trust me. Just step back. Just give us the money. Hey, we need the money. Trust me. Trust me. We need the money. So there's that. Okay, let's play the next clip real quick, Deb. You got the next one? Is the post-documentary thing? Yeah, the next one where it says where, uh, the, Queen's, the Queen's comment. Do you have that one? That's the post-documentary, right? Yeah. All right, yeah, uh, I got it. Yeah, at the 12.30 mark. The post-documentary one, yeah. All right, hold on a second. Let me see. All right. No, not that one. I got it on my end. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. here we go. Okay. Calm down, so, man. Oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. No. I just want to get right, to the first style. So the 1230. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't get me all stressed out. My bad. My bad. <laughs> great job. You're doing a great job. Oh, the audio thing again. Can you hear the audio? Nothing. Here, I'll, I'll I'll get this one up. I got it ready to rock. Oh. Unless you got it. Wait, what? Do you not have audio? I have audio on my end, so I can play it real quick. So my, you can't hear mine is what I was saying, right? No. Yeah, I can't hear yours, so I got mine. I'm gonna I see it. thumbs I up. I see thumbs up. Uh, can somebody... And we'll post a graphic letting you guys know how to follow us on every platform. Um... But yeah, I mean, Tito taught me a long time ago that you tell on you before somebody else can tell on you. Um, and so I try to be transparent. And even when I'm attacked, I used to automatically respond. I never forget when I got the whole, oh, you stealing, and oh, you're sketchy fundraising and all the comments that get made. I went live and I posted every bank statement. And then I realized that like, um, queens don't come off their throne to respond to peasants. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And so I have to realize that like, in order for you to hold me accountable, you have to actually be in community with me. And that's what accountability looks oh, like. I'm just not I doing it anymore. I have an attorney and queens, I have a tax prepared. Queens yeah. don't come off their throne to talk to the peasants, guys. She doesn't have to talk to you. She doesn't have to talk to you. She's that fucking important. She actually fucking said that. I digress. I digress. I digress. So Has she literally been stealing me? Like, the whole time, every single thing, she's like, they come at me for stealing. Like, the, 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 wait a minute. Every time from when she started? Like, what yeah. is up with this lady? It's It's so bizarre and crazy and corrupt. And it's all, like, she's doing everything for herself. We can see where she's putting the money into. Her, her nails. Her belly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Accusing so, me of like organizing yeah. white supremacists. I mean, it's, it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing that she just thinks like I don't have to answer your comments about you know uh, where's the money going because I'm a queen and queens don't talk to peasants. So there's that. Let them have cake. Let them yeah, eat let them cake. Okay, let's play the last clip here. And so this is a forum. This is after George Floyd died. This is June first, 2020, and Monica puts together a. Forum, uh, and she's the MC leading the charge. 
with some of the most influential members of our elected government in the country, all in one place, all coming to Monica. Monica's the freaking leader of this group. You got that one, Deb? Yeah, hold on. Okay, here we go. Let me know if there's audio. Here we go, guys. Can you hear it? Yeah. Yep. yeah so, uh, all right, all right, let's, let's go to the all first right. part at 1130. Go to 1130. Who's up first? What is that in the corner? <laughs> Thank you so much, Sola. If you can mute yourself. And now I have the honor of introducing my uh, district attorney here in Suffolk County, our first black woman district attorney, Rachel Rollins. Thank you, Monica. Pause it real quick. So in the in the white woman there, that's Kirsten Gillibrand, the senator from New York State. Like she's a pretty influential, high-ranking member of the United States government, voted against every single one of Trump's Trump's nominees. The biggest Karen elected. Like, you think Elizabeth Warren's bad? Wait to hear this bitch. So let's play first play. And, like, what's she doing here? You're from New York State. You're from, like, Rochester. Anyway, go ahead. Play what Rachel Rollins says because she says crazy shit here. Play. Play. Come on. Hold on. It's further. Queens don't uh, play. I got it if you want me to. I'll just read. No, I'll reload it. It's good. Okay, cool. Sorry, I'm trying to find it. <laughs> I'm jumping around. It's okay. Let's play it there. Uh, since 1806, when the office started, and then I'm the first woman of color at all to ever be DA in the history of Massachusetts, which we know is very old. Um, I ran for the very reason that we're on the phone right now. Um, I'm the oldest of five. I have several siblings that have been incarcerated at the state, county, and federal level. And I have a lived experience that is very, very different than many other people um, that have served in this role. I also have no further political aspirations. So Monica was with me today when I spoke next to the mayor and told him I'm tired and there are, our country is on fire because people have ignored the murders and lynchings that we have experienced since the beginning of time when we were kidnapped and looted and, and we? enslaved all the way up we? until Memorial Day weekend. I wasn't. And that, have you seen Monica's yes, brothers and sisters? They're, all, they're white. Our dad's white. Are, are burning. <laughs> we. And so are cars. But there is insurance for that. And these oh, people's lives were stolen. And this is the district white attorney. America needs to sit back and watch. Oh, just watch the burning. Mourn. Watch it. And yeah, as survivors on this call know, you get to decide how you mourn. Oh, I've yeah. oh, so you want to burn many families after homicides, after police-involved shootings, and they have not even looked at me and just Pause wept it. and never spoken like, in the entire moment or minute. Rachel. Like, can you believe that, what she said? Like, you choose how you want to mourn. White people, you need to sit back and eat your cheese sandwich and watch them burn the fucking city down, motherfucker, because you you took us in slave ships here and you should feel bad about George Floyd. It's your fault, so shut the fuck up and listen. Be a good ally. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Did Rachel forget her dad was white? 
Dude, have you seen her brothers? <laughs> They're white guys. They're legitimately fucking white guys. Like everybody in her family is melanin adjacent. All of them. Like, like it's the it's one of the whitest families I've ever seen. Okay. Like, come on, stop it, Rachel Rollins. Stop it. Oh my god, what a fucking fraud she is. Anyway, uh, so real quick, just I'm gonna sh- so obviously we see Kirsten Gillibrand is there at the 20. Uh, we, we don't have to play him, I guess. The vice chairman of the Democratic National Committee, Michael Blake, is here. Uh, at 38 minutes, Ayanna Presley comes on. At the 44 minute mark, Elizabeth Warren comes on. And I'm gonna play the part where they praise her. Yes, yeah, so I want to play that part, the 145 part, and then we'll yeah, do the freestyle. Going. Of course. And I'm truly, truly appreciative. Robbie, thank you for being on this call. Uh, Trans empowerment, we see you. We stand in solidarity, but we accomplices. Uh, Screw allyship. It just gives you the opportunity to do nothing. Um, So thank you guys. No, unindicted co-conspirators. That's what we are. Unindicted co-conspirators. We're trans. That's right. That's she's gonna like prison it. orange on it. So like listen, it. guys, we're gonna we're gonna end this prison call next step. I know hold, hold orange on, is on. the new black. Um, <laughs> we have to thank you. We have to thank you for Practicing. stepping up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thank, thank you, We have to thank you for never waiting yeah. um, for someone to to ask. You actually step forward and and are assertive and, and make it happen. We thank you uh, for not waiting to have a title. Uh, yeah. It's not it's not about a title. It's about the work. And we thank you for putting your your literally your your life on the line. Because oh. that people don't know on a regular basis that um, you personally get attacked. Your 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 family gets attacked. You right. Get Here's Tito. Here's The work that you do. Chilling um, for his girl. If folks don't know, um, and Monica has has children, and they're all taller than me. Um, okay, we can pause there. Yeah. You know, the worst part there was I mean, she literally said unindicted co conspirators. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Now she's indicted and you're all co conspirators. <laughs> <laughs> she's the next Miss Cleo. She knows what's up. Oh, it's so priceless now that you look back on it and you're just like, these idiots built this woman up. The Democratic Party made this woman a thing. And now you, you're going to try to be like, I don't know her. I don't know that bitch. I never agreed <laughs> with that bitch. That bitch is crazy. <laughs> she needs to go and eat a cheese sandwich and shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, okay. So time for some freestyle, guys. I'm going to mute you guys in the background make real sure quick. Make sure up the background. Make sure. Okay. So, yeah, make sure to turn. Okay. I, I got yeah. you. Okay. Here we go. Here we go, folks. And I've I've picked an appropriate song here for Monica, I think, all things considered. So let's do it. Make sure my mic's on the right one. Okay, go to the built-in mic here. All right, here we go. Bitch by the name of Monica Kenny Grant 
loud like a lion, but she's shaped like eggplant. Ain't a single thing about this woman that's redeeming. Acts like an activist, but she really just steaming. Got addicted to Uber Eats, couldn't come off it. Needed cash money, so she starts a nonprofit. Came up with the name of violence in Boston. All the rich white liberals, she be accosting. Got the downtown connect with the boy Tito. Instead of helping the community, she got a burrito. It started off slow and she wanted the green. Then shit started picking up in 2019. She watching how Sharpton his moves analyzed. She like Martin Luther King if he got supersized. Media thinks she legit because she coming from marches. Got a tool tattoo in the fupa of the golden arches. She said the right buzzwords to the Democratic Party. This cow got free shit just by bullying Marty. Secretary of Labor ain't nothing but a sucker. Mush mouth gets in when you call a motherfucker. The cash wasn't coming. She needed a new droid. But Santa came early with the death of George Floyd. Starts making demands to pay a reparation. Because white people felt bad going back generations. You don't get a free pass just because you like the temptations. Because Monica acting like she worked on the plantation. Here comes a little business plan that this hoe knows. Just yell at white supremacy and collect all the donos. Things got worse when she threatened to kill Rayla. You can't kill politicians, bitch. This ain't Venezuela. You say black success like your Serena or Venus. You can get good credit without writing my penis. Bitch got shook when we showed up at Hyde Park. But we sunk her fat ass like she was the Bismarck. Her ass got protected for so long by the globe. But that shit ended real quick with the federal probe. I do have to say that I took some enjoyment to watch your husband's fat ass get locked up for unemployment. Talking shit about the turtle like you're too big to fail. I ain't a white supremacist, but you're going to jail. Think about this pretty face when you're sitting in prison. Because the turtle was down, but thanks to you, he's arisen. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, nailed it! Ah! Uh, what? Come on! Come on! All right. That was fantastic. <laughs> Jamal has given his critique. He says, you almost had some decent bars. I did. <laughs> and he says, I'm going to have to add this to my reparations bill. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So, all right. Anybody, any questions, guys? It's kind of a late night. It is a work night. Uh, some some people, not everyone, not everyone gets to run a nonprofit for a living. Yeah, no so, kidding. Uh, yeah, I gotta get up at six to get my kids ready for school. Yeah, so why don't we just call? We'll 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 take it easy on the ass turtle boy tonight. Uh, uh, so uh, we, it's been a good show. Thank you guys for the support. Thank you for the donations. I, on a personal, I just want to thank you guys for everything. You know, uh, obviously everyone's coming at me for personal shit. I just don't give a fuck. I'm never. This is what I do. This is what I fucking do. Amen, that's all I care about the work, man. So all the other shit's just a distraction. Trying to take my mind off what I do, and it ain't gonna work. I don't give a fuck. Just gonna keep on going, do what I do, and uh, let the other bullshit fall where it may. Okay. So anyway, thank you guys for coming. It's been a great show. I uh, hope you guys like the freestyle and the presentation. And we're gonna keep an eye on the story because Monica's going to jail, and it's gonna be fun. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Rayla, for coming on, and thank you, Deb, as always, for all your hard work behind the scenes. Thank Anytime. you for having me. Yes. So, all right. And uh, we will talk to you guys on Tuesday night for the next episode of Turtle Boy Live. Peace, Turtle Radis. Good night, everybody. Good night.